Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got an all-star lineup here. We got the Ween Dog in here. What's up, dude? We also have Eve Edwards, UFC. I think you should be a Hall of Famer. That's me. Yes. Uh, do you think you should be in the Hall of Fame? Um, I don't make those decisions. I think I sh- should. I do-, do I think I should be in the Hall of Fame? I would be an honor. Yeah, for sure. If it was up um, to me, I'd, I'd vote for you. I appreciate that. I don't know if I don't know if that's a thought process that or a question that I can. Answer and be honest. Right. Well, there are a lot of people I think should be in the Hall of Fame. Kevin Randleman, I think, should be in the Hall Definitely of Fame. Definitely 100%. Uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of guys. Most there. guys from that era, though. You know what I mean? 1,000%. Any guy that's memorable from that era probably should be in the Hall of Fame. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. You know what's uh, funny, dude? What's that? On a weekly basis, I'll be scrolling through Instagram. I follow so much MMA you know, uh, people, and almost on a weekly basis, I'll see that highlight of your kick knockout. Look, check out this amazing Eve Edwards knockout kick. Almost every single week, I see that kick, dude. That's pretty Stands awesome. the test of time. It's like the best knockout in UFC history. It's one of the best. Yeah. It, it absolutely is one of the best. Um, by the way, I want to thank our sponsor, Hims, forhims.com. Listen, sexual performance issues. More common than you think. Ever happened to you, Eve? I don't have a problem with this. Oh, but listen, oh, lucky you, because over 25% of the new ED cases are guys under the age of 40. I know that you're, you're 60, so you're okay. But um, 40% of men by age 40 struggle from I'm not 32. being... 32. Really? 32? Oh. By not being able to get and maintain an erection. That's the worst. You finally get a girl home. She's down. To, she's all wet and everything's ready to go. And then, boom, nothing. Happens all the time. Even the world's greatest actors can't fake one. And why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to instead to medicine and science? Go to 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. I could use all three of those. And Hims connects you to real doctors with medical-grade solutions to treat, to treat ED. And stop eating processed food. Yeah, that's, that'll help. Uh, they got well-known generic equivalents to name-brand supplements to help you man- combat your ED. I know that you were able to combat all these great guys in the cage, but a boner? Who knows, Eve? I'm sure I, I've seen your girlfriend. I'm sure you get plenty of boners. I get a boner while looking at her on Instagram. But, uh, but I'm saying, listen, people, there's no waiting room, uh, no awkward doctor visits, no lines. You could save hours by going to 4 It's so easy. Enter a few quick questions and chat with a doctor for confidential review. Products are shipped directly to your door. And that's Severe ED isn't just an issue for old, rich guys in bathtubs. No, it affects men in their 30s and 40s. Being your best means performing your best. No in-person doctor visit. Not anymore. It's erectile without the dysfunction. It's just E. Hard made easy. Say hello to your little friend. Okay, so try hymns for a month today for just $5. We'll get you started for just 5 bucks while supplies last. You can see the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or to a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash MMA Roasted. That's roast ed. That's f o r h i m s dot com slash m m a r o a s t e d. That's forhims dot com slash m m a roasted. Also, Speedweed. 
Listen, people, marijuana is now legal in California, and there's no reason you don't have to go out of your, go outside and drive to the place and, and, and meet some dude in an alley. Yes, or go go to the dispensary and risk seeing people you know. And and then there's always those bud tenders that are super hot. They're like, hey, try this, try that, take an edible. Before you know, you're driving home and you got a DUI, and now you got twenty thousand dollars. You got you got all kinds of stuff. Everything you saved for is gone. Well, that. Speedweed is going to take care of that. You order pizza, you order Chinese food. Some of you guys order prostitutes. I don't recommend that. But speedweed.com. Especially if you have ED. Yes, they will get you. Uh, right, that's a waste of time. They will get you uh, vapor. They got flour. They got, they got cannabis uh, lubricant to put on your, a girl's vagina. Okay. Have you used that yet? I have not because my wife's pregnant. I don't want my kid coming out stoned. Okay. Uh, uh, but they got all kinds of stuff. Okay. Mention roasted. You get 10% off uh, orders of $100 or more. So, Eve, what's new? What's going on with you? Not much, man. Just chilling, really. Having yeah. a good time, living life, um, making some moves, but um, they're silent moves right now. Silent moves. Okay. Silent moves. Okay. You, you, have you been training a lot? or? I've been training. Um, Mickey Gall moved down, and he moved into my... I have an extra room. Nice. And, um, so, I got a roommate. I got a 26-year-old roommate, so that's kind of weird, but awesome. it's not weird when, when, it's the, when it's time to train, so that's good. Um Good dude, working hard, improving his game, um, getting ready to fight, hopefully, this summer. Where's Mickey uh, training at? Uh, we go over to the yard and Muscle Farm. No, no, nice. What's, uh, what's Muscle Farm in the yard? What are those, where are those places? The yard is Joe Schilling's Muay Thai gym. Uh... And uh, Muscle Farm is the Muscle Farm. They moved from Colorado. They moved here. They opened a facility here. And they have some, they have some good guys in there. Is that TJ Dillashaw's place? Dillashaw was with them when they were in Colorado, but I don't think he's with them any longer. I, I've never seen him in Muscle Farm here, and I think he's doing something with Cub out east. Oh, in like Orange County or something, right? Yeah, something in Orange County, and then, I don't know. Got it, got it, got it. Nice. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds like fun. Dude, and then you, Joe, what's going on with you? <clears throat> Dude, for the first time in my entire life, I'm going down the road of a serious relationship. No way. I'm serious, dude. With, with the Italian girl? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, I right. never would have thought. Eve wait, Edwards, wait, the one that you went to her, met her family and all that stuff? Yes, and, sir. All right. So let me tell Eve, I went on a, I met a girl on Tinder, right? Okay. I talked to her for a few months. She's very beautiful, very funny, very smart, everything, the whole complete package. But I never met her in person until one day we decided to go meet in person. I go pick her up, and then she's a completely different person. Not physically, but just like her uh, personality. Like you got was. catfished? No, no, not catfished. It's just like she acted completely different than I, what I thought she would act like. She was completely mean and rude, and just it was a terrible first date, right? So then I decided to And get, you went back for more. Yes. I did go back for more. I gave her a second chance because she texted me. She's like, oh, I was just so nervous. You're so handsome and beautiful. Just the basic stuff. I, know I have that effect on women. I don't know why. <laughs> But fast forward, uh, I met her family, her parents, everybody, and uh, this is, I would never have guessed that I would have gotten this far with this girl. So you've been banging her? No, not yet. Really? I mean, I finger blasted her. Okay, that's good. Which I would, I mean, I didn't expect to finger blast her so soon. Right. With her family in the house with us downstairs. We were upstairs. I finger blasted her upstairs. Well, she makes sounds like high school. <laughs> I do it. It's a lot like high school. That's because she's in high school. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. How, how old is she? Uh, she's 21. Nice. There you go. Uh, last Friday, she made me go, well, not made me because I, I told her I would go to her little sister's elementary school play. How was that? Oh my, it was cool, but she like it, the girl I'm with. She introduced me to like 30 different people. No way. Which, like yeah, like as like the dude that she's with. Did I'm you like, finger bastard during the play? 
Oh no, we got close though. Really? During a middle school play? Yeah, well, we said. You know you can go to jail for that. <laughs> really? <laughs> Probably. I mean, nothing oh good can God. come out of that. I would have known that, dude. <laughs> That's horrible. Jesus. Wait, so what do you mean, probably? You're watching. The, what, 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 was, what was the play called? It was The Music Man. All right, the mu- oh, she's The Music Man. You're sitting next to her, yeah. and you start fingering her during The Music no, Man. No, I said, no, we didn't do none of that. Dude. He tried, and she slapped him. We, we just got, you know, you know, we're just holding each other. I'm kissing her. It was really weird, because it's like a Catholic church, too. Dude. Oh, come it's, it's even worse. Yeah, there's like <laughs> statues of Jesus everywhere. Yeah, yeah did it, Just that, watching, Jesus just, is watching you. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, I'll be careful. It's getting a boner. Dude. I'll be careful in this place. Okay, good. So now she's your official girlfriend? Uh, I guess I don't, we haven't said <laughs> that. Doesn't sound very we, committed because we've only seen each other like three, four times. Dude. Are you are, are you in love or no? Not yet. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right. But I, good. I deleted Tinder. I deleted Bumble. I deleted OkCupid because I don't want no drama. Right. That's good. Yeah. And I gotta watch what I say on Wean Dog Radio now too. Oh wow! Oh, she listens to this stuff. Well, I told her I have a podcast. She said, "She said, what's it called?" Oh no! I'm not gonna tell you what. Just tell us like the the, the uh, Joe Rogan experience or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, the problem is, I'll tell I'll tell people to listen to my podcast, and they start with like the first episode. Yeah. And that's when I talk about all the crazy shit. Yeah, the girls with the knives and stuff. Girls and... with toilet paper on their assholes when I'm going down on it. It's right. Just, like that's when it's all over, dude. All right. All right. Well, it sounds like things are going really well, man. Yeah, I can't wait to see what the what the future. Has a store for Ween Dog and his Italian girlfriend. Meanwhile, I had the worst show of my life last week. Like, I this is this took me back. I, I was at the Dime Bar Tuesday night after the podcast. I was feeling good. I was uh. actually feeling good. And we go in there, and it's pretty empty. But these like four girls come. We're like, yo, because uh, it's hip hop night afterwards. It's a really good DJ. So these girls are like, hey, when's hip hop start? They're like, oh, it starts after the comedy. They're like, oh, this comedy, right? So then they sit there. It's two black girls, uh, one like tall black girl one with like an obvious wig you know like like just blonde you know kind of like pigtails uh, and then and then like three white girls one looked like Kim Kardashian the other one was like hot but like just had like tats all around her down her legs like her entire leg was tatted up and like a short skirt so the comics are on there and they're just being rude like they're talking through all the comics on their phones chatting and there's only like eight people there so they're, they're pretty much like 90% of the crowd is yeah. them them and two black girls right, right, right in the front and then some other like, like a couple so then the first comic goes on and nothing next, next comic goes on just talks to them the whole time gets no laughs they're just yelling stuff back Third comic, this Indian guy goes on. They're like, they're like, fuck you, yelling stuff at him. And then some other girl goes on, and she's talking about being fat. They're just being assholes. So people, I'm up next. People are like, are you, get him, get him, get him. I'm like, no, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get him. I'm gonna try to win them over because yes, it's my, show. I'm running the show. So I go up there and I'm like, I'll give it up for the Real Housewives of Compton, right? <laughs> right away, the girl's like, fuck you, I ain't from Compton. I go, I know, people from Compton have class, right? So, <laughs> so right away, they're like, oh, everyone's like, ooh, the comics are laughing, right? So then I say to the girl, like, hey, let's just, let's just you know, let's have fun with this, let's, mm-hmm. let's have a show. And the girl goes, man, I go, Any, do you girls date white guys? And the girl goes, well, the white girl goes, no, I don't fuck with pink dick. Which I never even heard that as what you describe a white guy's penis as pink dick. And then I, then I said, well, why not? They've all been in your mouth, right? <laughs> so then, so, but it's like her friends. So then they're like, oh, hell no. So then the black girl goes, this N-word, it calls me the N-word, right? And then I was like, I can't repeat what you just called me. You know, so I'm trying to be funny. And, and I finally was, one of them was laughing. The, the one that looked like Kim Kardashian. I had her laughing. The other one were on their phones, not even listening. And I keep going, keep going. And then I'm like 10 minutes into my act. And then one of the girls goes, man, fuck this racist jokes. I haven't even got to my racist jokes. Like, I, I wasn't even, I'm like, what? The girl that says I don't like pink dick yeah. was the one that accused me of being racist, right? Yeah. 
So I was like, what are you talking about? She, and then I go, so then I, I said something back to them. And then the girl goes, man, the girl goes, you would pay for this. I was like, what, for your therapy? And then, <laughs> then the black girl goes, oh, hey, just, just go on with your jokes. It was, it was a guy, right? But I did, it threw me. I, 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 so I was like, excuse me, sir. I, I mean, miss, like, I honestly did not know at that because it seemed like she was, it was a guy who transitioned, but I'm not sure how far along. So I'm not sure what exactly to call the person at that point. I guess you call the person Miss, right? But she had a very deep voice. So I said something and the girl gets up and she's like, I will fuck you up right now. I'll beat your fucking, to me, I'll beat your ass. I go, I am not fighting you. That's like three hate crimes, right? <laughs> so then people are like laughing, but then some, I go, who here is enjoying the show, right? All the comics started laughing and the girl goes, like, fuck you. I go, you can't tell me what to make jokes about. I'm sorry. It's not up to you. And the, the white girl's like, I'm just sorry. We're just in a really bad time right now and the, the world's crazy and everyone, and, and trying to give me a whole re lecture on racism. I go, so she's still white then? Still white. I'm like, but you don't get to decide what the comics talk about. It's not up to you. And, the, and then the comics started clapping. And the other girl who's like, my friend points to the, points to the, the comic and goes, fuck you, you fat white bitch. I'll fuck you up and charges her. Now the bouncers have to come and like get in between. That one fuck big dude? No, no. The, the, the one girl that was actually liking me. She's like, listen, I think you're funny. You're actually funny. But fuck that bitch over there who had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Like she went on earlier. It, it, it was... A fucking disaster, dude. And then, like, finally, everyone's like, this did, finally, everyone, she's like, they're like, go on with your jokes. I was like, if you guys want to leave, leave. I never want to kick people out, but I'm like, you guys can please leave. They're like, no, we're not going anywhere. Like, and then, like, it would have looked like I was kicking a transgender out of a bar. Like, it, like it, if that was, like, how it would have looked on, the, like, in the newspaper. Like, comedian kicked, but, but it was nothing. It was like, forget about her threatening to kill me or the fight or the riot that happened. So that, that's what happened on Tuesday night. I, I went home. I couldn't sleep all night. Oh, it, it, it fucked me up, dude. Fuck people's feelings. If you didn't know if it was a dude or a chick, ask. Are you a dude or a chick? Ask them. Because and if they if they if they if they're offended by that, uh, then like offense is taken, not given, man. Yeah. Like fuck all that, dude. It, it it was crazy. It was like the whole. Th it was it was insane. The whole thing was insane. Yeah. Uh, it was a terrible, terrible experience. But uh, yeah, that was my Tuesday, and then Wednesday I just did my my set. I, I was so fucked up from the night before. I didn't even look at the crowd. I just did like a thousand jokes in ten minutes, <laughs> and then I went to Portland over the weekend. Portland was awesome. I love Portland. Great place to live. Uh, Pat Haley came to my show. Nice. He's now a fireman. Uh, Mike Pierce came to the show. He's looking for a fight, and uh, and Ricky Simone came as well. Okay. Uh, so it was all the guys. I guess it's like that's like Team Baja Gracie over there. Yeah. And uh, so that 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 was really cool. That was really, really cool. So, uh, yeah. So Tuesday. Damn. Yeah. Did you watch uh, the Bellator over the weekend? Uh, I didn't actually watch it. I just Because the stupid time delay, it's like, I don't want to wait until 8, 9 o'clock when the fight's already happened, right? It's, it's yeah, the worst. Right? You kind of have to, you, you know? kind of got to be spoiler proof and shit. I was, um, I was sitting at home and Mickey was like, man, um, what was it? Oh, Gerald Harris. He was, yeah, like, yeah, he was yeah. talking about the Gerald Harris, Rafael Lovato thing. And I was like, bro, I don't know what, I don't know. What happened? I'm spoiler proof. You can't be telling me this shit. And um, it, it's it's it sucks. Why does Bellator do that? It it has something. I understand what, not necessarily understand the reasoning. I I know why they do it. And the reason is because the people out here that are watching the Paramount Network network they don't want them to fuck up their their viewing schedule or whatever. But it's like nobody gives a shit about fights once they've happened. No, I talked to Rich Cho about that directly. I go, dude, the biggest problem with your company is that the delay. Yeah. 
I think, but and he and he's like he knew, you know, he knew it. I think the problem is is that cops gets more viewers at that yeah. time. Yeah, like that's the sad part. At eight <laughs> o'clock, people remember people were watching reruns of Cops from 1984 <laughs> than live fighting. Yeah, I mean, I mean probably not always. But enough times where. Yeah, but here's here's the thing. Like, you just fucking don't put on cops. Just just don't like put on the fights, right? And when the, when the fights are on, if the people that want to watch cops, what are they going to do? They're going to go find another channel with cops on it. Cause cops is on no other channel. You, you fucking got to get on YouTube or some shit like that. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, you know, it's it, it's 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 ridiculous. I yeah. mean, that's 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 the number one problem with Bellator is the time delay. Did you did you watch it anyway? I did watch it. Um. It's crazy because the only thing I really remember is Gerald Harris getting submitted, Dylan Dennis, and Fedor. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. And then Sam Cecilia lost to. Uh, that's right. He got submitted. Submitted to a good guy. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, that guy's really good. Now, what did you think of the Fedor Amir fight? What did I think of it? I mean, it didn't last very long. Um, Fedor was able to play his game. I don't know if. I mean, Fedor's not what he used to be nobody is when when they go that part that far past their prime but um and neither is mir at the same time but mir is not going to kick win a kickboxing match with fedor that's just not going to happen and um fedor just baited him in and even that left hook he still has some power because it didn't look like yeah it didn't look like hitting that hard right yeah didn't look like much but but he put him down and, and just poured it on after that I mean, long live Fedor, man. Seeing that, like, it, it made me happy. I was almost as happy for Fedor winning that fight as I was with Dustin beating Gaethje. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, you know, I'm old school. I love Fedor. I met Fedor a couple of times. And, um, like, you know what it's like. He's big, he was the biggest name in the sport, especially at the time that I met him. And for Fedor to even know who I was, that was huge. And that's the thing, though, is that people are, like, now all of a sudden calling Stipe the greatest of all time. Yeah, no. And I'm no. like... Like... No. The, He's this, not. This guy Fedor beat Mark Coleman, Prime Coleman, Prime Crow Cop, uh, Prime Randleman, Prime Gary Goodrich. I mean, all the list of of monsters he's he's killed, and he didn't have a loss on his record yeah. up until later on in his prime. Uh, whereas, uh, you know, Stipe, Stipe, I love Stipe now, but <laughs> got a loss Stefan Struve, got a loss Junior Dos Santos. Like, I don't think Stefan Struve's beating Fedor. In his prime. Yeah. I don't know if Stipe is beating Fedor in his prime, but the thing about it is um, he just hasn't, he hasn't had, he hasn't been loving long enough. You know what I mean? Fedor has been there. Um, we're, 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 we're putting this moniker on Stipe that he's the greatest heavyweight of all time after defending the belt twice or, or three times. Three. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, Fedor, Fedor fought the best guys over and over and over again and beat them all and beat some... You know some some, what do you call them? Some Showtime fights in between them, but at the same time, the, I'm sorry, but the the, the short resume that Stipe has, Stipe could he could very well be the greatest heavyweight of all time later, but right now it's still Fedor, and I don't care who you are. If you want to argue with me, you can choose to agree with me or you can choose to be wrong. How Those old is choices. Fedor? Like I I watched the old like Pride highlights. He looks exactly the same as he did back then as he does today, dude. He's like yeah. eighty years old, like a vampire. Yeah, no, no, but he also, but he drinks the blood of young Russian. And also, he yeah. fought the best juiced up guys. I yeah, mean, th those guys were also. I mean, Mark Coleman. <laughs> you know, no disrespect to Mark Coleman, but Jesus, I mean, those guys were. 
you know, I mean, you see Coleman, ever see like those, those clips backstage? Oh, I trained with Coleman and Randleman. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. They, what was they that came, like? Um, it was, this dude's a powerful as shit. Like I, I was getting Coleman, I'm sorry, not Coleman. I was getting Randleman. I was getting a lot, catching a lot of Kimuras. I couldn't finish any of them because he could just bicep curl my whole body with one arm. But um, Randleman or Coleman? Randleman. But like those dudes, they work hard, you know, for, for as, as suspect as sometimes as Randleman's cardio was, he worked pretty hard, man. But it's just all that muscle mass. He just had to p- provide too much oxygen to too many muscles. So, okay. So, so Randleman takes you down in uh, practice. You go for a Kimura. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't even roll with him. There's no point. There's no point. Ro- Holy snap. What? Fedor's birthday is the same as Dean Thomas. No. Oh. I didn't know that. Okay. So, uh. So randomly takes you down. You go for a Kimura. Now at that point, he just picks you up and slams you on your head during practice. Yeah, no, no, he didn't. He didn't slam me on my head or whatever. But he was just strong enough to do it. There was nothing I could do. Like, like wrapping my wrapping my arms around his arm to set up a Kimura was like wrapping my arm around a tree to set up a Kimura. Like nothing was moving. So why even roll with him? Did you catch him at all? I, did I catch him at all? No. I was I was helping him get ready for the fight with Sakuraba, and I was trying to explain to him how. You know, you get exposed to these Kimuras. Um, Kimura was, was like a submission that I like to use in the gym. You know, it's one of those submissions where if you don't get it, you're risking very little. So so that's why, one reason why I liked it so much. But um, he would just, he just wouldn't understand some of the ways to defend against it. And he got caught with the Kimura against, against, against Sakuraba? Sakuraba. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's a great story. He was in Houston. It was Who, cool. That's, I mean, that's crazy that that's, you guys didn't go live at all, though. We didn't go live MMA, no. Uh. We just rolled, and I, we didn't, um, I, I didn't start on my feet with Rand. Like, what was I going to do, shoot a single leg on a tree? Was there ever a guy, aside from him, that you rolled with, but you were just like, man, I can't do anything. There's nothing I can Marcelo do. Marcelo Garcia. Really? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I remember I was training with Marcelo. He's that American top team. He'd won, he had one MMA fight. He was getting ready for another one, and... um. We're going, and oh, here, here's, here's here go, how it goes. We're in position, and he's trying to lat drop me, right? So we're in an over-under position, and he's about to try to lat drop me. And I'm like, if you're not a wrestler, like, that's not happening. So he tries, and I'm thinking on the way down, you know like how you think really quick in certain situations? I'm like, yeah, I'm about to mount Marcelo Garcia, motherfucker. What's up now? Yeah. We hit the ground, and no bullshit, within 20 seconds, he had me tapping. How? Um, with an omoplata on that one. Damn. And then um, <laughs> with 16s on. And then there was another time we were going, we were doing another round, and Conan, Conan screaming, one minute left, one minute left. And I, I, you know, I was defending takedowns, keeping them on the outside, picking shots. And then I was like, okay, let me just take him down and secure the round, just, just play the game. And about 30 seconds left, I took him down and he submitted me again. Wow. With 16s on. Like, he's ridiculously good. Now, but now you're you're a black belt. Now you are brown brown belt. Uh, now uh, that's crazy. That that and now with Dylan Dennis after his fight called out Ben Askren. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Not a good idea, right? No. I mean, he'll make Askren look like Mayweather on, on his feet. I mean, just I mean, Dennis was getting <laughs> he was getting tagged by a guy that was two and four, and, and almost and almost rocked. Like I don't I don't be, I don't believe I honestly I don't know. I mean, Dylan Dennis is supposed to be this great jujitsu player. Um, is he on the level of Marcelo Garcia? Because no, I, I was don't his think coach so. Before it was his coach, but yeah. like, yeah, exactly, right? Falling out or something. But that's the thing. Like, like I've watched Matt Linlin, I've watched Ben Askren roll at Marcelo, and um, those guys are like, yeah, it's it's like 
like an adult and a child. Yeah. Like that they they made that comment about Marcelo's skills versus theirs in jiu-jitsu. But like for as far ahead of in jiu-jitsu as Marcelo is than them, I truly believe their rest his Ben Askren's wrestling is so strong that Dylan Dennis is not going to be able to 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 submit Ben Askren on the ground the way Marcelo can. Yeah, I think the best fight for Dylan would be um, Gary Tonin because they had a jiu-jitsu match. Wow, yeah, he he's in one FC though. Oh, really? He's not in Bellator. No, Tonin's in one FC. I think Tonin beat him in jiu-jitsu. I think it was just. Like, I, I mean, points. Dylan Dennis looked terrible on his feet, but he's smart. He went right to the ground. He had that cool toe hold, and that's what's going to do. But eventually, like I don't think Dylan Dennis is in the level of. Uh, Maya, Damian Maya, no. right? So people, people figure out Maya. I mean, a guy like Colby Covington, who was, you know, an all-American wrestler, not a national champion, but an all-American, figures out Damian Maya. What can people do to Dylan Dennis? You yeah. know, people are just going to figure out. Okay, do not go to the ground. Yeah, with him. all you got to do is stop, stop him from taking you to the ground. And and at some point, especially at the highest level, pulling guard doesn't work. You're not you're not pull like Maya wasn't able to pull guard on Tyron Woodley. Um, I don't know if he pulled guard on Colby, but it didn't work out for him, even if he did. Um, pulling guard at the highest level is just is nothing. And if you can't take someone down, then you're you're not going to get to play the game that you want to play. Speaking of uh, Tyron Woodley, it was rumored today that they're going to have Woodley versus Nate Diaz for the main event in August. 227? 227. Uh, at first I was like, come on. Like... Why does Nate Diaz deserve that spot? He's not really. I mean, he lost his last fight against Conor McGregor. His record at 170. I don't know what it is, but it's not like. But then I'm like thinking about it and go, wait. So Colby versus uh, RDA is in July or is in uh, is in Chicago. So one of them is going to be probably out till after August. We don't want to see Woodley against Wonderboy again. We don't want to see Woodley against Maya again. Maybe Nate Diaz is the fight to make mm-hmm. at 170. I mean, who else is there? Nate Diaz is not a 170 pounder though. Um, what's the rankings? Um, I, I, it's 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 definitely a fight for entertainment. Yeah, and not necessarily for the system. It might be a tune-up fight for for Woodley. Uh, you know, at most, um, Nate is an average size 55 pounder. He's going to be smaller 170. You know, we saw him in there with Rory McDonald and how small he was there. Um, I just don't. I don't see I don't see Nate being big enough, strong enough, and he's he's to, to be able to take Tyron down. I can see the fight being an issue at some point. Um, but Tyron's had a long time off. He's been training. He'll come in in shape. Uh, Nate is going to stay in his face. He's going to push the pace just with the high volume punches. Um, now, if he can force Tyron into taking him down, Nate Nate's jujitsu is good. He can play off his back, but can he play off his back with a high-level wrestler like that? That's that's the question. Because if he can if he can frustrate Tyron on the feet, um, he can fo- he can force Tyron into to a, to a wrestling situation. And then when it's there, you know, is Tyron going to slow down? Is Tyron like Tyron? Tyron does slow down late in fights. He'll he'll tell you that he doesn't, but he does. We all know that. And um, we'll we'll see how he how he does when. When the pressure's on the fourth and fifth, if it goes that far, if he doesn't blast right through Nate. But, I mean, it's Tyron Woodley. It's a real 170-pounder. He's a champion. He took out a fucking dangerous Robbie Lawler with, with one punch. You know, he could take out anybody with one punch. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But part of me was like, why is this happening? This is not really fair. But then I'm like, well, it, it just he's taking all the other guys. And also... Why not? What, all what other guys, though? There's, he's, only, the only, the only, he's only fought two guys, Maya and... Maya... 
Wonder Boy. And that's it. So he should fight the winner. Uh, and Masvidal did lose his last. He lost to Wonderboy. Yeah, yeah, but then you got Colby, the winner of Colby RDA. That's yeah. but that. But who knows what's going to happen in that fight? So we're going to speaking of high level wrestlers. We're going to call a girl right now who's a two time national champion wrestler. Uh, she's a wrestling coach for little kids. She's kind of hot actually too. Um, <laughs> she's one and one in MMA. I don't know if she's just fighting again. It doesn't seem like she is. It seems like wrestling was her passion. But we're going to call her right now. Hello? Hey, is this Jess Philippus? Yes. Hey, how's it going? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me. I'm here with Eve Edwards, Joe the Kid Wean Dog. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I've uh, been following your Instagram, um, and uh, I can see that you're very, uh, you were in Vegas, wasted in Vegas. I was what? I went to Vegas, yeah. But it said, but it said that you're like never drinking again, so you, you got pretty fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what happened? Wait, who is this? This is Adam Hunter from MMA Roasted. <laughs> oh my god, fuck. I have an interview right now, huh? Yeah. Fuck. I'm not Are you online. still wasted? Yeah, no, uh, you're not online. You're not, you're not live, but uh, what? Do you think I just. Okay, good. What? I mean, do you think a random guy just called you and said, 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 said want to know if you were wasted? Well, I freaked out for a second because there was some dude who was like, no sort of a lot about me and keeps messaging me on Twitter and I just blocked him and I was like, wait, what? No, no. Out for half a second. Oh, it's okay. Right. It's okay. How are you? My, my, I'm good. I was going to say my brain is still like a little slow from this weekend and my voice is recovering, but. Nice. Now, now you were in. You it were, was a good time. You were in Vegas for the, the, uh, the National Wrestling Championships. What were you in Vegas for? Uh, yeah, I was there for that. I mean, we watched that, obviously, but I was there to compete in Grappling World Team Trials. And how did it go? It went pretty well. Um, I had three matches, and I I puked in the finals. I had to wrestle my second match and my third match back to back. Like with Wait, you said you puked in, in the finals. Yeah, she puked in the finals. So if you puke in the finals, does that mean you automatically lose? Or yeah, I had no fucking clue. I was up five nothing. Ah, oh, fuck. So you would have been the know, you would have you been the world champion. Uh. Like world team, uh, so I'd be on the world team, which I have in the last three years. But the good news is, the girl who it was is one of my teammates' wife, and um, I hate Gee, so she's gonna take. She loves Gee, doesn't like no Gee, so she's gonna take the world team spot for Gee. And they were like, "We don't feel right about this, you know." So you'll go no Gee, you'll go Gee. Everybody's happy. Wow. Now, now you were just exhausted, which is why you puked. You just out of out of shape, or what happened? I'm not out of shape. I've never thrown up before, wrestling or practice wise. So I don't really know. Um, I like went balls out my first match, and it's like five minutes straight. So went balls out. Had like a maybe a fifteen minute break till my second match, and in that one, I won by like a toe hold and maybe like a minute and a half or something. And then, like, not five minutes later, was wrestling again. And in that second match, I remember I was, like, she was trying to leg attack me and stuff. So I was standing over her, and, like, I burped weird, or, like, this air came up all weird. And I had to swallow it back down. I'm like, this is odd. Like, my tummy does not feel right, you know? Uh. And so, I mean, I had to rest. I had a little bit of water, and then I had a cracker with salt because I'm like I just need something in my stomach I guess I should not have done that obviously now in hindsight 
I had one cracker and one grape, and that shit came up. Like, we were, like, rolling. I, I don't – we were just in, like, a weird, funky position, and we were rolling, and she had, like, one hook in, and, like, obviously I was breathing out my mouth. Puke just, like, rolled out of my mouth on her hand, on my hand, on the mat. Nice. That's a really stupid role that if you puke, you lose. I don't Two like, girls, one cup. I, I, I don't like that role. I know. Yeah. But, I don't like it either. So, um, I don't like it either. But you're, yeah, look, you are, you are a great ambassador for wrestling. Um, let's talk about you for a little bit. Where, you grew up in, uh, in uh, Omaha, Nebraska? No, I grew up in California, actually. Where? Uh, in the Bay Area in Walnut Creek, California. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So, I mean, I grew up... Um, in a place, or not grew up, but I started wrestling like at 14 in high school. But I feel really fortunate now that I grew up in an area where freestyle and Greco are like the lifeblood, you know, like that's the cool thing to do because now, you know, I coach the Iowa national team and I get to travel the country and do camps and clinics and stuff like that. And I just have that, um, like that love for freestyle, you know, that, I'm trying to infiltrate that in a little more. <laughs> no, 100%. Um, it's kind of, it's so weird how like we do collegiate and folk style and then they do, you know, Greco and freestyle in the Olympics. And it's just, we'd be so much better off if we either did freestyle full time or if they did collegiate, you know, because I feel like it's learning, learning that, that whole new, it's like, a, I, like I was a really good wrestler folk style, but freestyle, I wasn't good at all just because I, n- I never did it. Uh, it's hard to kind of transition for some people. For me, it was. Um, it is, and coaches too. It's hard for because they just they haven't done it themselves most of the time, so they're not confident in teaching it. Yes, right? yes, exactly, exactly. So that's a barrier we need to overcome as well. Exactly. So where did you uh, wrestle in college at? I wrestled at Missouri Valley College. That was the first college in the country that had women's wrestling uh, for a scholarship. Wow. So. I was, Pretty lucky to be, you know, part of those like trailblazers. Now that's amazing. And then I actually I read that you were a two-time world bronze medalist. I am, yeah. Now was that after college or during college or? Yeah, and that's in that's in grappling. So for the last uh, three years, I've gone overseas and got to represent the United States at the grappling world championships, and that's all. Um, like we're USA Wrestling affiliated and. That's like UWW World Championship. So um, a lot of it's very parallel with with wrestling side of things. The only really difference in grappling is we get to choke people out and try to rip their arms off. So. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty amazing. Now, now I was looking. At, I was also looking at your amateur career. So you ended up losing your first amateur fight uh, to to, um, to what's her name to. Um, Give me the name again. Barb Honchak, who ended up having I'll a having a great career, <laughs> but then you won your next seven. You went seven and one, and then you were the amateur fighter of the year. Uh, yeah, I actually won my next eight, but I guess I fought in a state that wasn't sanctioned. So uh, I went eight and one, Amy. Which is and then, pretty amazing. Then you, had a, was, then you had a baby, you gave birth, and six months later you had your first pro fight. Five. Yeah, <laughs> my first pro fight, but I, I fought my last Amy fight like four and a half, five months. I was actually supposed to, because I'm ridiculous, I was actually supposed to have my pro debut on Invicta 1, be like the first fight ever for Invicta. How cool would that have been? Wait, what? And I just, 
it was the end of April and I had a baby the end of January and I tried, I did an entire fight camp and then two weeks before the event, you know, I just called Shannon Knapp and I was like, look, I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect my opponent or you guys for that matter. I don't see myself making 105. Yeah. Right? I could not get my weight below 120 and I was breastfeeding too. So I have like freaking <laughs> D's for boobs and on a 105 pound frame, you know? And so I just called her and I was like, look, I, I think my hormones are, you know, there's something you can't measure here. I've cut weight hundreds of times and two plus two is not equaling four. So, um, I, I didn't want to be that person to roll in and show up five pounds overweight because that's just utterly disrespectful. Right. You know? Of course. Of course. So, I mean, but I mean, like my, my wife's pregnant, she's seven months pregnant. I can't imagine her fighting five months from now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the fact that you were able to give birth and then fight five months later is insane, right, Eve? Um, I've never I mean, been pregnant and given birth, but but yeah, still, that's crazy. I mean, that's uh, a fucking kid came out of you, and now you're getting. I know. That's insanity. Oh, I stayed in good shape, like you know, while I was pregnant. I didn't just sit at home and do nothing. Um, um, well, call, 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 call my wife, please. She was wrestling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Not that I was like crazy active, um, because I had had a miscarriage several years prior. So I mean, I was careful. But I did want to stay active because I know that, you know, if your body's just accustomed to being resilient and working hard, then right, of course, everything just goes easier. And truly, it was the easiest delivery ever. Like, I pushed her out in, like, 17 minutes. Um, everything was super low-key. Is that like a record? I remember, like, being in the recovery room, and I was like, I could do that again. What? I'm not even on drugs, you know? I'm like, I could do that again right now. Wow, you must have a really wide. You must have a really wide vagina. Now, now the I, other. I'm, I mean, I hope not. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. That's a joke. That was a joke. Uh, I'm not easily offended. I'm uh, I'm a wrestler, so that you of, know. Of course, of course. Funny because I understand I'm like in this tiny package, and I'm a female, and you know, people would assume I'm like a woman, but. You're adorable. Have, you should have seen Adam's face when you started it. talking about your boobs being huge. Yeah, I was like, my, yeah. my, 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 my eyes lit up. Now, now your, your second fight, you won. You won your second fight, but then you stopped fighting. Why did you stop fighting? Oh, well, I got into coaching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and as you know, it sort of just takes over your life. Yes. So right. um, that would have been, when did I fight? 2015. And it went really super well. You know, I... I think I won in like a minute, twenty something. I was the best fight camp of my life. I finally figured out how to cut weight and stuff because Invicta, or when I fought Invicta, I missed by point six. It was the first time I ever missed weight in my entire athletic career. And so I was like, I'm not going to fight again until I can make weight in a healthy manner. And I did it. So that's why it was two years between Invicta and my next pro fight. And Quite literally, like, my body had never looked better. I had never performed better. Easiest weight cut of my life, like, cruised into weight. And, oh, by the way, I did that shit with no running. So I started out fight camp eight weeks out at 118, 119, and was 105 and three quarters in eight weeks, zero running. Wow. Zero. Zero. Big fat zero. How come no running? So, I hate running. (laughs) Like, wrestling just made me hate running. And... Um, I had, I don't know if I can name drop, but like 
I had the Penn State strength coach do my programming. So he did my strength and conditioning programming for that eight weeks and then like my weight descent too. So, you know, we would taper back heavy lifting a couple weeks out and stuff like that. Um, literally cruise right into weight. And because I'm such a female, I must have like 80% friggin' estrogen. I don't know. I'm just like such a girl. I barely sweat. We also got my body to like get used to sweating. Nice. So I think I just had a, a, I don't know. I didn't want to run because it hurts my back. It hurts my knees. It hurts my hips. I'm getting old. I'm like 34. Me too. And Penn State doesn't run. They're the best in the country. Penn State doesn't run. If it's good enough for Kale, then shit, it's good enough for me. Yeah, I totally hear you. So do you miss, I mean, do you have any urge to get back into the octagon or fight? Uh, I sort of, I, yeah. I mean, I hate that like my record, my pro record is even. That bothers me. Like I, I want it to be on the winning. You know, even though I, like, oh, I have all those Amy wins, like I want my pro record to not be even. So, however... I told myself a long, long time ago when I got into this, because I got into MMA late, like 29 um, or 28, I don't know. I said 36 was it, and I'm coming up on 35, so it would have to be in this next year. Right, right. Well, but, I mean, you also have two kids. You're, you're the head wrestling coach for women for Iowa, for uh, women's the women's Iowa yeah. team, and then you're married, yeah. right? You still, still married? No. Oh, you're single. Not anymore. Ooh, oh, wow. That's because I was wondering because you posted a picture of you in a bikini and you're like, oh, look at our hot wrestling bod. And, and you're like, you got a yeah. six pack. And I was like, damn. I'm like, I wonder what her husband thinks of this. And then, uh, oh, okay. All right. So you're divorced. Uh, got it. Now it all makes yeah. sense. Now it all makes sense. I right, got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, so no, you're going to be getting a lot of DMs pretty soon after, after this show. No, for God's sake. Vegas was a riot, though. Never been to Vegas. I've been to Vegas like 10 times to compete in U.S. Open, you know, like six of those I was under 21. I got pregnant at 21. Wow. I never got to enjoy Vegas. I've been a couple times since. This was the first time I have been to Vegas, either of age to drink, not pregnant. Or not married. It was glorious. Good. You need to have some fun. So, Great so, so, yeah. Did some things happen in Vegas that need to stay there, or did some things happen in Vegas that you could you could tell us? Um. Apparently, I like wrote a bull Saturday night. Like I, so I grappled. Friday, what was his name? <laughs> and like I have a busted lip. You know, we, like we went hard in the paint, no doubt. Like, All right. That 115 pound weight class, like we're scrappy. You know, I got busted lip. I had what was just a scratch on my forehead, and then I woke up. I don't know what day. I guess that, I I was I was drunk from like Friday evening to like Sunday morning. So I don't know. Those days run together. With like three hours of sleep in there, oh, well. I woke up Sunday and I had like there was like blood on my pillow from my forehead. That had turned into like a giant gaping thing. My lip is I don't know. It was like huge, like all puffy, where I had a, just a fat lip. And then there was, like, cuts on my stomach. Like, do, like... Puss on your stomach? On my stomach. I think that was from riding the bowl. And then, like, also there was a bunch of scratches and stuff <laughs> on my legs. I'm like, man! Wow. Yeah, no, it sounds this sounds like uh, my Tuesday. Uh, this sounds sounds like a lot of fun though. It sounds like you're having a good time. Just be careful, you know. You're you're a very attractive girl. You're a wrestling coach, you know. You're you're hot. You're a fighter. Don't let anybody. 
Don't let any good. Don't let anybody in there. You know, make sure that you have a you know you it's prime real estate. So don't let you know anybody just park there. So. Uh, 100%. That's something I'm super huge on with my girls is, you know, oh, good. Like, I good. think girls these days, and by girls, I mean teenagers, but I think girls these days in high school, like, it's hard. It, it, it's hard to be a woman single today. You know, I, I feel for these teenage girls, the games are similar. Don't get me wrong. At 30, whatever, they're the same as what 17, 18 year old boys are doing. All this ghosting nonsense and whatever, being yeah. intimidated by strong women, all of that jazz. However, I think these girls, either they just want to fit in or whatever the case may be, that they're, like, giving that shit away for free. I'm like, it's okay to make them work for it, right? Right. It's okay to let them right, open Eve? your door. It's okay to make them walk up to the door to come get you. Yeah, right? definitely. Like, yeah. That's just respect. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. Those things are definitely okay. You don't have to be, like, you hold... You hold the power, right? Yeah, make like, it make him earn that blowjob, like, right? Make him earn that BJ. Don't just give it out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I try to instill in my girls is to like. Don't be giving away free blowjobs, right? Yes. Don't ever be giving your power away for free, right? Yes. Like, right. You hold it all. Yes. Keep I like, yourself of high values and standards. Yeah. If you want to, you know, be crazy in Vegas when you're thirty, whatever, you make your own choices and you own them, and you. Go with it then you'd be 100 percent comfortable and secure and confident in whatever situation you're in though if you feel the least bit like eh, like you're wavering on something on some standard of yours some morals or integrity don't fucking do it right there is plentiful dick out there you know what i mean like plentiful dick things like plentiful, plentiful. yes Be- believe me i just got home from vegas plentiful. i have three of them so, so. You, there you go <laughs> There you go. It's true. So I, I don't know. I think that, yes, I coach wrestling, but at the same token, I realize, man, I do as much like mentoring and like dating relationship advice as I do coaching sometimes, I feel like. No, you're 100%. I mean, you're, that's exactly how I feel as a coach. It's not, you're not just coaching wrestling moves. You're teaching people about how to be better people and how to, you know, how to conduct Handle themselves. themselves. Exactly. So you're, you're doing God's work. Jessica Philippus. That's what I'm saying. We're making America better with by way of wrestling. Yeah, 100. And did people make fun of you growing up? They said, "Well, your last name is Philippus." Were, were people like, "Hey, Philippus," was, was that what they were trying to say? Uh, I mean, I don't think me because like I actually own one, but I know like my baby daddy in high school, people would be like, "Oh, Philippus," and he's like, "Yep, Philippus every night." You know, like uh, right, of around. Yeah, it's a good thing you left him. Uh, <laughs> I don't ever get those. I don't ever get those. Well, I think people are either uh, scared to make fun of me, intimidated by me, or worried I'll like. Well, you look good. You look very good. I'll you fight you. Have like have you have you seen her? Eve? She's a very good looking girl. Really? Yeah, she's 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 good. She's a good looking girl. She's like she's good. She's jacked. You, she's you, smart. You, 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 she's, she's like a, a, a six pack. She look very Is good. Is that intimidating? Me? Well, I'm I'm married, so fuck no. But no, actually no, because. Uh, I, I don't know. You seem very. Uh, I don't think of that intimidating. Nah, nah. Okay. Nah. I would fight you, Jessica. Once I ever like whoever I talk to, they're like, "Oh my god, you're so easy to talk to." Like, yeah, because I'm not a judgmental bitch like everyone else in this whole wide world. You know? Yeah. Think, we're just like wrestlers are a different breed. You well, sound aggressive as shit. Human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're looking at pictures of you in Vegas right now. You you do seem like you're 
you think other things as normal as boring, and then uh, you're staying at the South Point. <laughs> then I see you and your friends are all fucking like jacked out of their minds. Legit. Yeah, legit. Yeah. I have so. awesome friends. So yeah, you, I think you have like an eight pack. Jesus Christ. It's not right now. Oh, well, you did have one. She just after, got back from Vegas. After we hit up the buffet. So, like, if my bottom abs were gone. Nice. Well, listen, Jessica, yeah. it was great having you on the show. You're awesome. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a well, big thank fan. Thank you. I'm a big fan of you, too. I'm a big fan. And, uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, I, I, I like what you do. Uh, hopefully, my daughter one day will, will uh, take your wrestling camp. So Where are you located? I live in L.A. Okay, I'm doing a tournament in San Diego uh, in like two weeks, May 12th and 13th, like putting it on. We're having a girls' division, a youth division, if you have any boys, too. Uh, so. Yeah, I could definitely send some kids over there. Uh, email me the uh, – or I'll, I'll text you my number and then email me all the info. Okay, for sure. Well, thank you, Jessica. For sure. Well, yeah, and thank you. Never stop posting hilarious shit about coaching kids, please. I feel like you're the only one who understands my pain. <laughs> I always will. Thank you, Jess. I will. I will do that. Great. All right. Bye. That was Jessica Philippus. I like her. Yeah, she seems awesome. fun. Yeah, yeah. That's a fun chick. How did how did that guy not make it work, huh? <clears throat> He's a loser. <laughs> God damn it. Anyways, we got some serious breaking news. What's that? Not really breaking news, but <laughs> <clears throat> this is from uh, MMA Imports an hour ago. Conor McGregor is now facing misdemeanor charges for assault and felon, and felon charges for criminal mischief. TMZ Sports has now come forward to report that McGregor may be facing up to seven years in prison. He's not going to do a day for that. If found guilty. He's not going uh, to. You don't think so? The UFC is going to give him the best lawyer Absolutely in the world. Absolutely not. Like, Conor McGregor is a rich white dude from another country. He's not going to jail. No. You crazy? No. And and an athlete on top of that, mm. a popular athlete, one of the most popular athletes, he ain't going to jail. What would you have done if you were on the bus? I was on the bus? When that was going on. Would you have got off the bus and beat him up? No, There's right? 30 other guys out there. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. You know? Um, I would have picked up a piece of glass, <laughs> cut my arm. And sue Conor McGregor really? yeah. for a hundred million. No, I wouldn't. Do you think now people are saying that Ray Borg was like not really hurt and that he kind of faked it? I don't think Ray Borg's gonna fake anything. Um, I don't. I, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be my first assumption. Yeah, um, you'd have to show me proof that he wasn't hurt. Um, just like you'd. I guess you'd have to show me proof that he was hurt for for any repercussions to go towards um, financial repercussions for Conor. Of course, you would have to do that in court anyway. Right. Um. But just to come out of the blue and say, oh, he's lying or whatever, unless unless that came from a credible source, like someone close to the situation, yeah. then then what are you talking about? Um, but yeah, if you weren't there or if you don't know the situation firsthand, then like, who cares? And now, what did you think about, well, what, what's your thoughts on Colby? Are you, are you friends with Colby? Covington? Yeah, I know Colby. Uh, what do you think about his whole, the whole thing that he's doing now, his whole shtick? The whole bit? And, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I am... There's a point where it's cool, but then he goes beyond that so often. You know what I mean? And um, that's the part that I'm not cool with. You can, you can go with that whole Four Horsemen, Ric Flair type type mentality. It's cool. But when you start calling on people's character or, or when you get disrespectful beyond... Like Brazilians are all animals, that kind of stuff. 
even that I wasn't angry about because of the situation he was in when um if they're throwing bottles at him and telling him he's going to die and whatnot, I understand because you're really emotional around a fight. You try to control those emotions because you have to focus. Um, but to react that way, like if that's a, if that's a reaction, then I, I'm not too too heavy on him on that. I'm not um, so much against him in that situation. I'll give him a pass right there. But because of some of the things that come have come after that, it's like maybe that wasn't just a, a reaction, an emotional response. And um, some of the, just some of the things. Sometimes he goes overboard. And when you start getting into to calling people out their name. And it starts to get outside of, of fun, fair play, and, and psychological um, warfare. Then then you're starting to be a dick. The porn star stuff's pretty funny though, like the whole like the videos he's making with him and like three porn stars on Instagram. Yeah, and they're like all grabbing his crotch, and he's yeah. like, like that's kind of. See, there's nothing wrong with that. That's no. funny. That, that's that, that's there's no victims there. Yeah, you right. know what I mean. That's the thing. Um, to just go out and fucking smart, not even smart bomb, to just carpet bomb an area or, or, or just to assault someone's character. What do you think of him That's, spoiling the Avengers for everybody? He didn't spoil it for me, so... Uh, he, posted, um, he posted on Twitter, like, the, what, what, all the spoilers. Yeah, see, that's dumb. That's, that's, see, stuff like that, that's like, what's that's the point? That's kind of funny, though. That's kind of... That's kind of that's kind, there that's are some people that, like, are invested in that kind of thing. Yeah, know? I'd be really pissed at him, but that made me laugh. Yeah, I, see, I, like, I'm not pissed, but then that's another thing, too. You gotta be spoiler-proof. You just, that, that's yeah, not hard. Yeah, don't follow him if you know he's the guy who's gonna spoil the... Yeah. The, yeah. So we're calling a guy Gerald Harris right now. Uh, Gerald Harris took the fight on two days' notice. Uh, he said he messed up, just made one mistake, cost him the fight, which I think kind of... I forget how he got submitted. Well, no, he, he he ended up at the guy's guard, and they were saying this guy's like the greatest in yeah, the world. Yeah, Lovato's legit. I know of Lovato from that era, from being from Texas and, and Yeah, which and was like, Oklahoma. don't end up at his guard, right? That's, yeah. Uh, I felt bad for him, but but I guess supposedly he signed a couple fight contract now with Bellator, which is great. Yeah, for uh, sure. So let's see. I'm calling you now. I'm calling. I'm calling. Is he still doing comedy? Yeah, he's really funny. Like we worked together. He fucking killed it. He's actually fucking like really funny. He just doesn't do it as, as much as he should. I can dig that. I I get it. That he's funny. What the fuck is this? I also guess Frank Mears, he's one and done with Bellator. I guess he's dropped out. Is that the case? That's what I heard. I heard he's not going to be fighting anymore in Bellator. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Where I mean, is he going to go? Back I don't to know. UFC? PFL, now, what, now UFC? Frank Mir, all, like when I, when I saw him, he looked like he was 600 pounds uh, <laughs> of fat. Like He didn't look big. And then I saw him at Bellator, and he had abs. Yeah. I never saw a guy 260 with a six-pack at 40 years old. Um, it's a Bob Sapp. People were. He doesn't have a six pack. Bob Sapp. He thought he did. He did at one play, but he wasn't forty. Uh, but, but now, now, uh, now, now, people were um, saying that he was he was on steroids and this and that. I don't know, but it, it just it didn't. It just looked a little weird. Like all of a sudden, a six pack. Like you just grow a six pack. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's 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 not ridiculous to to claim athletes on steroids in 2018. You know, but um. It is. It's still. It's still an accusation. It's still something that that needs to be proven well, to have to hold real weight. Kangaroo meat or something, right? Yeah. Or he said it was tested kangaroo positive meat. for kangaroo meat. They he had tested positive that. for something, and then he said it was kangaroo meat, and then he comes back with a six pack. But look, I don't know. Frank Mir is a smart guy. I mean, like highly intelligent guy. And if anyone could like take stuff that's not illegal but helps you get a six pack, it's him. The dude is fucking really mm -hmm. wise. 
But I'm just like, saying you say you say that, but it's like, is he a nutrition? Like, is he really wise when it comes to to the chemical um, composition of, of the food? Have you ever spoken that to that guy? Eat? Like he. He's like a, a walking almanac. I mean, he just starts listening. Yeah, like because he uses big words half the time that are not necessary to use in that situation. I like Frank for the most part, but there are times when he's just, he says, I love to put someone in a Kimura and you feel that, that pop in the hum- in, in the in the labrum and it's like bro like we're talking like you're just right. talking about fighting like you don't have to try and get so, you know, don't, don't try so hard, Frank. He's a very technical guy, but I look, I'm blown away by something because even with comedy he wanted to do comedy and I'm like and he did he was really good his first time like and very technical like he actually is a good and he's like yeah I've been studying comedy studying stand up the guy but it is a little weird though because when I saw him he was so big and out of shape and I'm like fuck man Frank Mir's in trouble like he doesn't look good and then Three months later, he could be in Magic Mike. The guy, look, I mean, he was shredded. I'm like, what the fuck? But look, I like no testing Bellator. I think it's a, like, fuck it. Like, but don't act like you're a legitimate, but you can't, I don't know. It, there's something I like about USADA because it, it actually puts everyone on a, the mo- an even playing field for the most part. But anybody, Anybody who doesn't, um, who doesn't want, like the rules are the rules, right? So you follow the rules. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm all for the even playing field, but if you want to make the playing field even, right, then everybody has to have the same punishment. Yeah, right. Also, right. You know what but I does mean? Does Bellator test at all? Has there anybody except for Mike Bellator the does not test? I don't believe Bellator tests. Commissions test. So, so that's it. I, I don't, I don't know for a fact, but. The way it looks to me and the way, from my experiences, I don't believe that Bellator themselves test. I believe it's the commissions. And um, I, um, the UFC testing people, that's, I mean, that's that's a brand that they want want to follow or that's a brand that they want to build and that's how they want to do it. That That's perfectly fine, but everybody has to fall under the same rules, I believe. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's both. <coughs> but it, it does, I like <coughs> I mean, it was crazy. I mean, he he looked really good. I'm not once again. I'm not accusing Frank Mir of, of 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 taking anything because I I don't know, and I like Frank Mir, and he's a he's a friend of mine. I like Frank too, but it did look a little bit like how the fuck did I want like I, I want to call Frank and be like, what do I do at thirty at forty years old to to even get a six pack? So because I I never saw a guy two sixty with a six pack. I mean two sixty. Okay. It's huge. Yeah, that is big. By the way, I think that Chael's going to beat Fedor. You do? I'm calling it right now. I think Chael has a. I think Chael has a better shot of beating Fedor than he did Mir. Same here. One thousand percent. And I think that's because uh, uh, I thought that Mir was too big for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 1, but then we also thought Rampage was too big for him. Right. So you think he's just going to wrestle Fedor down? See, that's another thing, or he's though. Beat him striking. Uh, he's not going to beat Fedor striking. That's right. not going to happen. Right. Um, I think he has a better shot at beating Fedor than Mir. I don't necessarily think he's going to beat Fedor. Now I don't know if I don't think he's going to beat Fedor, and I don't want, or, or or if it's more that I don't want him to beat Fedor. I love Chael Sonnen. I just love Fedor more. <laughs> How's Chael's I mean? chin? Was the last time he's been knocked out or rocked? Uh, the Rashad Evans fight. Um, he got like just killed. In that fight, uh, the Rashad Evans, and then um, the Anderson Silva too. But um, I mean, Vanderlei kind of rocked him a little bit. 
But uh, but he does have a chin on him. He's got a good chin. I just think that I think he's gonna get up for Fedor. I think if he knows, I think if he beats yeah, Fedor, I mean that's that's something that you, you can't not. How can you not get up for Fedor? If I was fighting Fedor, I would fucking get up for it. And I'm like, he's got what seventy pounds? Not seventy, but yeah. Really, I mean, I don't 40. know. He, I don't think he has the power to knock Fedor out. He's not known for his power, right. Chael. But then again, once again, if we're not testing anymore in Bellator. Who knows? I mean, Chael Sonnen, I remember seeing Chael when he was about to fight uh, Vanderlei the first time, when he was on, before, he, before he got popped. He was massive. I mean, massive. Mm-hmm. He's a different guy when, when there's no testing involved. Yeah, but those muscles were built for to take somebody down, hold them down, and control them, not necessarily to hit somebody. I right. know you get more muscle mass, you get stronger, you can hit harder, but like it's not like he's he has the technique to set anybody up to fall into a trap to hit him like that. Everybody is hit and hits in fight, hit in fights, but um, well, if the one it's the one you don't see coming, it's gonna yeah, hit yeah. you, and he, he's not gonna outsmart Fedor on the feet. I don't believe. Did you ever fight any guy who uh, who who you know was uh, who you knew was juicing? Um, never thought about it. Really? Um, yeah, I I knew knew after the fact. Um, but I, I, I honestly, it was not. It's not something that guys go into fights thinking. This dude's on the juice or whatever. Now, when you said you knew after the fact, was that after you lost to the guy? You, you. I did lose, but I knew after the fact because he tested for. Uh, who was that? Um, not he didn't even test positive for it, and and, and the fight with me he tested his next fight against Gleason Tebow, um, Piotr Holman. All right. He tested for Epo, I think. Tested yeah, it was not something Epo. you just all of a sudden take. Right. Usually, especially when when you're fighting at altitude in, in Albuquerque and you don't really I feel like slow Bra- down. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I feel like a lot of times Brazilians. Uh, which I don't think he's Brazilian, but Brazilians in general, it's way worse to lose than to get busted with steroids. It's definitely a cultural thing. Like, they don't look at it as cheating. They look at it as like, uh, this is just part of training camp or or, or something. It's just not, maybe it's not, it's not frowned upon as much as in America because it seems like a lot of these guys, when, when USADA came, a lot of these Brazilians were just falling off the map. Yeah. And when I, when I say a cultural thing, I don't necessarily mean like Brazilians just cheat. No, that's not, that's not the thing. Um, like everybody cheats. Yeah. Americans cheat. You know, Russians cheat. I don't know if any of the Dagestani guys have ever been popped. But those dudes are... are no, they haven't. Yeah, right? They're friggin' dominant, though. Um, but yeah, I, so I, I, don't mean, I don't mean the Brazilians are cheaters when I say it's a cultural thing. And I say it's a cultural thing. What I mean is that um, <clears throat> in, in, in maybe in, in their way of looking at things, losing is worse than, than, than doing yeah, anything right. it is to win. Exactly. Versus here, it's like you know, like you go into it knowing you, you're doing something that's, that's you, Do you know. you think if Lance Armstrong was Brazilian, he'd still be the man over there? Like if who? Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> he would still be revered. Like, see, here's the thing. Why is Lance Armstrong the only one? That I, you can't tell me Lance Armstrong was the only one of, of the groups that he raced in that, that was, was on steroids. So here's get out of here though. With that. Also, I think it's way worse to take steroids in fighting than it is in, in cycling or cycling. Because you're not hurting anybody in cycling. I mean, you're not hurting. You're winning a, a bicycle race. In baseball, you're hitting a ball further, but you're not hurting anybody. When you're pounding someone's fucking face in and you know you're on EPO uh, or you're on, and you have that much of an advantage and of you got Steve Mazzagatti as a referee. Yeah, you're really fucking hurting somebody. It's, Mario I, think, I think it's the worst, way worse to cheat in. But for some reason, in, in, like, uh, in, in MMA, it's almost like you get, uh, you get people don't, they don't, like the way that people look at Barry Bonds now or Sammy Sosa or Lance Armstrong, of, oh, you're a cheater. 
But they don't look at that as other guys that got caught cheating in MMA. I mean, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't get it either. It, 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 I don't know. Um, why is it, though, that you don't get a lot of that in boxing? I think the testing is a lot less arduous. Stringent? Stringent, yeah. Stringent. yeah. Uh, now, what did you think of, did you watch the Camp Soda porn? I didn't, watch the, I didn't watch those fights. How do I, I know- watch these? So it's on Camp Soda. Supposedly it was free. We get, we get, we get to give your email to the, to the porn site. Am I going to get a virus from this? I, I'm sure you'll, you probably already have some. You probably, probably have like yeah, internet AIDS. Fuck it. <laughs> well, real AIDS. Uh, so, um, <laughs> That's why you make up a fake one. So on the, on the thing, uh, what's the name was fighting? Our boy. Uh, Crazy Horse. Crazy Horse, not our boy. Uh, Crazy Horse is on. Uh, whose name was Felony. His name was Felony. Felony, yeah. So, so for that fight, actually, I got a call a long time ago. Asking, tell, telling me that they were putting on this thing and they wanted to do something with some legends or whatever and asked me to fight Crazy Horse. And I was like, what? And then they offered me some money and I was like, yeah, fuck you. Really? And, it, yeah. was, it was real shit money? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because Crazy Horse fought and lost, but he was warming up on the, the ring girl's asses. That was actually the best part of the thing. He was actually punching. It was the same porn stars that were in Colby's videos were yeah. actually the ring girls. I guess they live in Miami. I like and, how you uh, say he was warming up, warming up on their asses. Like, and how, how were, was he doing that? And then they were grabbing his, his cock, like walking around grabbing his cock before his fights. So he went out and lost, and then tried to fight Colby in the crowd. Um, and then the main event was uh, it was what's his name, Rico Rodriguez. Yeah, Rico. Rico Rodriguez fought uh, what's the Mike uh, Mike Perry's friend, uh, that other guy who got who was zero two in the UFC. Uh, I forgot that guy's name. I forget his name too. I remember seeing the poster. But but, uh, but Rico tapped out to strikes, I guess. Or, Rico tapped to strikes. No, no he, or he like tapped, but I heard it was like something weird. Yeah, like Rico should not be fighting. Rico doesn't want to fight. Like that 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 was all about money. I guarantee you that. Yeah, I mean Rico was uh, Rico was one of the guys that was down there with us too. Man, it's crazy. I realized like we had a lot of guys come through our area. Um, Rico and Tito, like Rico Tito and I used to hang out and train a lot. Um, Tito used to come to Houston train with Salsa Lease. Rico was there for a long time. I train with Rico a lot. Um, learned was like, some and that guy's right. big. Yeah. Like, he just, you know, he taught me some things, um, jujitsu-wise. I uh, worked with him a little bit. But, yeah, that, like, <laughs> he's taking me back, man. I remember that. Those were fun days. So, Nico Montano, who is the 125-pound female champion, Native American, uh, she's in a huge fight with Ariel Hawani. Uh, I guess Ariel Hawani uh, reported that she's going to be out for a little bit. Uh, or she, he, he, he tweeted, this is actually pretty funny. So I, I want to do it justice. So I gotta, I gotta follow her right now on like Twitter, but I like Nico. She was like the last pick in the ultimate fighter. She beat a bunch of good girls. Mm. Uh, but she's very angry at Ariel Hawani right now. Uh, I'll read you her, her, her Instagram. So I guess Ariel, let me say, let me go. Nico, right away. There we go. Nico, Montana. Uh, Nico. It's like N I C C O or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nico Montano, who's not even verified. You'd think the UFC champion would be verified. <laughs> but uh, I forget that she's a champion. Yeah. This is so fresh and so new, this division, right? Yeah. And she, I mean, she won the belt off of the show. So. She hasn't defended. Yeah, she hasn't defended it, right? So Ariel Hawaii posted uh, a thing saying um, on Twitter, let me see what we got. 
She said UFC is losing patience with Nico Montano. As I reported last week, the plan was for her to defend her 125-pound title against Valentina Shevchenko in Calgary. They're having a hard time getting a commitment from her. While it's not scrapped, they're now looking at other options. And he, she, so she writes, this just in. Ariel Hawani is a huge waste of space. Everyone and their grandma knows about my condition. I'm five days post tonsillectomy and androioid and adenoid removal surgery due to a bacterial infection has been inhibiting my practice all year. Soon as I can get back on the mat, 16 more days. The UFC not only knows about this, but flew me out to Vegas themselves to get the surgery done ASAP so I can jump on a fight with Shevchenko lined up. If you've been a fan of mine, then you know that mindset, my mindset. No girls, anything I'm not. No girls, anything I'm not. Who's scared to fight? It's what I do. It's literally why I'm the, uh, the anomaly here because I was ranked number 14 on the show, came out number one. It's apparent, but apparently a douchebag's best interest to throw my name out to wolves in order to stay relevant. I literally haven't spoken a word in five days due to my condition, and Mr. Poor Excuse of a Man has not only brought it upon himself to be the leader of idiot fans who doesn't know the difference between MMA and UFC, also has the balls the size of a baby rat to say that I'm scared while Keyboard Warrior over here is more than likely to eat a fat man's ass than to get in the octagon and is 125-pound champion. Mic drop. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me ask you a question. Let's go back one time and please reread what um, Ariel Hawani said. UFC is losing patience with Nico Montano. As I reported last week, the plan was for her to defend her 125-pound title against Valentina Shevchenko in Calgary. They're having a hard time getting commitment from her. While it's not scrapped, they're not looking at other options. So there was nothing that Ariel Hawani said that warrants the, sh- the the crap that she was saying. She responded with like that 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 is an emotional response. Like like what door, what dude. the hell is her problem? Like for real? Like seriously? You you read the the the, the Ariel thing, and I'm like, okay, well, I mean, sounds like she doesn't she doesn't get in the fight, or the UFC's upset. And then you read her response, and it's like like I'm just angry because he's throwing me to the wolves, and he's like, calm you. Your tits. What the hell, it, dude? It, it keeps going. Uh, oh, boy. He goes, uh, P.S. Ariel Hawani, you suck at your job. I heard the UFC is looking for a better journalist who's actually knowledgeable. Uh, I don't know what happened uh, here. I, I, there's got to there's, there's got to be a disconnect. Some there's got to be something missing that that, that yeah. has us disconnected because like nothing that Ariel reported or said in that tweet warrants any of that response. That's ridiculous. Yeah, like you're a professional athlete. Like somebody said something about you. Calm down. What's wrong with you? I've never heard someone talk so much <laughs> shit on Ariel besides Dana White. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it had his, there's no negative connotation in that tweet. I mean, Ariel, he just tweets out stuff that people tell him, right? Right. Yeah. He has, like, all of his little Information sources. that he, yeah. Yeah, so. Like, that's ridiculous. I don't know, but I, I, don't, I don't know who, I don't know Nico Montano, but I don't know. I thought it was kind of, I thought it was kind of funny. I, I know Ariel has not always been nice to me. I, he's okay. We're cordial, but he kind of, like. He's a big dork, he's let's like, be honest. He, he's well, a big dork. Well, he, yeah. he's, he's thrown shade my way a lot of times. But you're right. This does not warrant that. Yeah, not at all. That's but it's but it's pretty funny. Like you'd rather eat a fat man's ass than to fucking get into the cage. Like, yeah. But he like here, here's the here's the thing about that. Like that's that's funny. That's cute and all of that. But here's the deal. Like he he doesn't even try to pretend to be a fighter. It's like so 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 his job is to yeah. report about fighting, and he reported about something, some information he had about fighting. What does that have to do with how tough he is? Like. Like, come on, man! You're a grown woman. Stop acting like you can't. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's disappointing. Is you, it really? That's like that's disappointing. 
<laughs> like, come on. Laugh. It made me laugh. I'm no, sorry. yeah, it's fine. It's funny. It made you laugh. But like when you yeah. think about it at its core, it's yeah. like, You're like stop what? whining. And this girl's a champion and yeah, yada, yeah. yada. But I, I like her, though. I don't I mean, she's Native American. She's, uh, she's so she did. Like, <laughs> she gets a pass. She gets a pass. She gets a pass because white people stole her land. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, because yeah, no, she's pissed. But that was funny. Your reaction made me laugh even harder. Yeah, because I, I don't like shit like that. That's just weak. Well, yeah, I'll <laughs> it's weak. You can tell I said that. How come she says everyone and their grandmother knows about my condition? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. My yeah. grandmother doesn't know. If that's for sure. Yeah. So that's that's two. That's a that's a person and their grandmother <laughs> doesn't know right now. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. Like like you you won a title off off of the TV off of the show and we've you've never defended it. Nobody nobody like. There's and tons of people that Shevchenko's, love the UFC. Don't Ch- even know who you are. Tough as shit. Shevchenko. probably going to beat. Have you seen her sister? No. Shevchenko's sister? No. She's also yeah. an MMA fighter. Yeah, she, really? yeah, she fights Muay Thai. She, she, she does MMA like, too, huh? They look nothing like each other. Huh. Really? It's weird. They're both hot, though. Hmm. So we're calling Michael Johnson. Uh, hopefully he's got a fight lined up uh, like Michael Johnson. Shoot, it's 7.30 for him. Uh, let's see. Hold on. He might be in the gym. You have reached the voice. All right. So Michael Johnson didn't pick up either. All right. So we're calling back Gerald Harris. Uh, Now he's now he's he's gonna pick up. But uh, that was hilarious. Come on, man, Nico Montano. uh, I will will never report anything bad about you. I promise. um, Based on you could eat someone's ass. Ariel Hawani eating a fat guy's ass, though. It's not something that I really want to think about. That's a good line, though. God, I mean, that's a good line. No, um, she's, I mean, she's fucking pissed. And she, but you can't do your own mic drop. Like, she did, she did her own mic drop emoji. Like, some, you know, like, you're not allowed to do your own mic drop. And what's wrong with guys who have rat sized testicles? I take offense to that. Well, oh, really? I mean, they could be bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That was uh, Nico Montano and uh, Ariel Hawani, the beef of the day. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was that was that was pretty crazy. Um, fights coming up this. Uh, you know, it's crazy. Like, there's like no fights coming up this week. Next week there are. Last week you had no UFC. The UFC will have like 15 fights in four days, and then no fights for like two months. Well, how do you prefer it? Do you like a fight every other week or once a month, a card once a month, a pay-per-view? Man, back in my day, we didn't have no fights every other week and every other month. You had five UFC fights a year, and you was happy to have them five. But those cards were stacked, though, right? I mean, Why did you become like a stacked. 90-year-old black guy in a fucking <laughs> porch all of a sudden? <laughs> like, what is, go- what is going on? People don't know about that. People... people New UFC fans think that you could just turn on. You could always just turn on TV and see UFC. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so, all right. So, if the fight's coming up, because I, I, I want to get your uh, your uh, predictions for events. My predictions. UFC yes. two twenty. A lot of my predictions are emotional because I didn't study them. But really, yeah. Nunes uh, versus Pennington. Right, like so, I, I watch fights and I enjoy them. Yeah. But like when I watch fights for analytics. I like try to break things down and, and pick things out that I see that can be exploited. But like usually I'm watching fights. All right, UFC 224, Nunez versus Pennington. I mean, obviously people are thinking Nunez. Uh, I think I think Amanda should be the favorite, but Raquel has a good shot to win that. Really? Yeah, I think I think she has a shot. Um, she she can take a punch. She can box. Um, Amanda is. I feel like she's not as she can box. She's just not as technically crisp, but she can box and she hits hard. Um, I think, and she's probably stronger. 
You know, um, Raquel looks, and in her fight, she looks strong. She looks tough. But um, I think Amanda should be the favorite. Raquel's but also had a, a two-year layoff, right? She had a massive arm surgery. Yep. Where she couldn't train. So that's a big factor in this fight. That's probably the only reason why I'm picking Amanda. Here's a, here's a the factor, though. Tisha Torres is her wife or, or girlfriend. Used to train at ATT with Nunez. Yeah, but Tisha's way too small to to, to 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 give Amanda any problems or really. No, but is she gonna tell her like, hey, this is what she's gonna do? she like? Would she like that? That's not how it works. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, she, it's not like she, there's there's no way that Tisha knows exactly what she's gonna <laughs> there's do. There's like a know? little mole. And she's gonna, hey, just when she does that, do this, because then she's gonna do that. Yeah, that, like, no? it, it doesn't really work that way. Fuck. Damn. Um, that was my theory. <laughs> but what I what I do think is that. Tisha, um, Tisha Torres and Nina Ansarov should be the, the co-main. They should be the... Un- oh, yeah, right. They should have tag teams. It's just, just like two on two. And then it should be dubbed UFC Double Date. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Now, now out, of, out of those four, who would you like to sleep with the most? Uh, I got to go with Tisha. Tisha's pretty hot. When Tisha gets dressed up, damn. She's so jacked, though. So? She's so jacked. Dude, dude, dude that hand job would be three squirts. She'd be done. <laughs> three strokes. And my dick will have to go in a cast. Three strokes. Uh, there was a girl one time a professional fighter that gave me a blowjob I'm not gonna say who but she was jacked and the whole time I was like admiring how cut her arms were I was like fuck it was my arms look like that like when I jerked off like yeah I, I mean don't get me wrong it was, it was great but it was it was it was the grip of death you know you never had the grip of death no 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 all right uh, so so uh, out of the four you'd probably want to bang Tisha right the most mm, I don't want to bang any of them <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like Nina Nina's cool she's fun um, I don't really know Tisha I met your girl your girl's hot hot Australian accent which is what classic, and a nice big ass like a like a like a like a black ass and hey, a white chick right, I'm just saying like you did good with that man like and, and cool as shit smart a doctor a fucking doctor this guy. Look at this guy. Oh, he hit it out of the park. Out of the park. Out of the park. Good work, man. All right, I got I got Pennington. Uh, all right. To so, bang. Uh, to bang? Yeah, not to pick. For the oh, I'm picking Amanda, but I, I'd probably bang Raquel. Oh. Mm, I can see it. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum versus Jacare. I would not bang Kelvin Gastelum. All right, so <laughs> why not? He's a big, big ass. All right, so Kelvin Gastelum versus, <laughs> versus Jacare. This fight right here, I want Kelvin to win. I just really hope it doesn't become... Kelvin versus Weidman too, yeah, where this guy is too big. It's a good big guy beating a good small guy. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if Jacare can take Gastelum down though. That's that's the thing. That's where I believe that's where this fight has to go for Jacare to win. Jacare can kickbox. His stand up is okay. I believe Kelvin is more on point, more sharp, sets better traps, understands range better. Um, and he puts you on the end of his shots, which which makes you take the brunt of the power. Um, if he can stop Jacare's takedowns, I truly believe he he's going to walk away with the win. It'll be like kind of like Tim Kennedy, his fight with Kim. Kim I Tim hope Kennedy. so. I love Calvin. He's such a good guy. I just wish he would just be more focused on his diet. Like he's he's not a one eighty five pounder. You we keep saying that, but he's ranked. Yeah, because he's got knockout power, but he knocked out Bisbing, but. Bisbing should not have taken that fight. So no, that was a, I agree. I, uh, and I then he got it. he got stick by it. I mean, yeah, he knocked down Weidman, but he got dominated by Chris Weidman. Wait, he knocked out Weidman, knock him down. But then oh, he okay. got dominated the entire fight. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was a great punch. But that's also, I mean, Weidman is a higher level wrestler um, and a bigger guy. 
But look how Weidman did against Yo Romero. And look how Weidman did against uh, against uh, the guy who's in Bellator now. The, the what's his name? Um, Masasi. Masasi. Those guys are his size. Yeah. And, and they made Weidman look natural. Yeah. The, Rockhold. Yeah. The I, thing. The thing. That's 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 where Gaston starts running into problems. This 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 um, Jacare fight. This is the first problem at 185 for Gaston. Like the first, like Chris Weidman was a problem, but like this is that that tier of guys that's a problem: Weidman, Jacare, Yoel, Rockhold, Whitaker. You know, yeah, those guys are the are the problem. But the pro- but also the problem is that he's knocking out Bisbing because he goes out, and knocks out Bisbing, and everyone forgets about what happened with against Weidman. Right? Yeah, and and Bisbing, I mean Bisbing's tough. Bisbing's a gamer. Bisbing's always in it. Bisbing is not a prime Bisbing anymore. He's almost on his way out. And he, t- two things about about that Bisbing fight. Um, I truly believe that was a money grab. Uh, he just got dropped and choked unconscious. He should not even have been in that fight. Anybody, like how how is that? That's something that any everybody signed off on. That's that's really fucked up, if you ask me. Yeah. And um, the second part to that is that um, Bisbing is not the same guy that he used to be. It's that's just the way of that's the nature of the game. Yeah, one hundred percent. All those other guys are still in their prime or close close enough to it that they're going to be a real problem for a smaller guy. And that's, and that's you know, that's my issue with it. And I, and I tell Kelvin this. And Kelvin knows that. I, I went to Kelvin's house and he's like, dude, I'm not an 85 pounder. He's like, I'm going back to 170. He's like, but they're giving me Anderson Silva. And I think Silva would have been a good fight for him for some reason. Yeah. Because... It's definitely great for the resume. Yeah, and I think he's also on his way out. He'll beat up... He'll, he'll beat anyone. He'll beat, 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 beat Tor Bell for it. I he mean, did. he knocked him out. Yeah. But guys in their prime that are 85 are coming down from 230, 235. Fucking big motherfuckers. Yeah, like like a guy like Rockhold is probably the worst for him. Another guy who, under, a guy who understands range well also, but and is so much bigger and longer. Uh, also on this card, Amanda Cooper, who's two and three against Mackenzie Dern, who's six and oh. But, but, uh, Amanda Cooper beat up, uh, uh, what's her name? Beat the shit out of what's her name? Uh, uh, Magania, her last fight. Oh, Angela, oh doesn't everybody beat up Angela what? Magana? When Magania's titty popped out? Yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but she had, she also did this thing where she like grabbed Dana White's crotch after a, a weigh-in one time. There's <laughs> really? like a, Who, I, I saw a video. No, Amanda Cooper. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's 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 what I saw. She's two and three in MMA. Amanda Cooper. Mackenzie uh, Dern is just so hot, dude. Yeah, but Mackenzie Dern is so beatable. Yeah, especially on the feet. Uh, that's I mean only on the feet. Yeah. I agree. Uh but is it Cooper a wrestler though? No. She's striker? Yeah. Oof, I saw a video a of her. Fight. I saw her a video of her and Juliana Peña going at it and sparring, going knockout for knockout, just fucking wailing on each other. It was crazy. It's hot, dude. Send me that. Uh <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so who do we like in this fight? Darn, baby, darn. Really? All day. All day smoke show. I don't know. Sure, I'll I'll go with Dern in that one. Yeah, but they're gonna run out of girls for her to beat. Yeah, it's like, but she's she's got to step her game up, you know. Um, there's definitely the the pool, the the pool to pick from, you know that that are easy wins for or, or mo- so, most likely wins. See, look here's here's Amanda Cooper going for Dana's crotch. It looked like she was. Hold on. Oh, so is, is it an optical illusion? Yeah. Was, was she not? I don't uh, like it. It looked like it. It was like playful. <laughs> it was like yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Try doing that with a ring girl's vagina, and you'll be yeah. fucking sent on the plane right home. Or yeah, do do the Shannon Apps crotch. See how see how that works. After well, I guess I don't know why I would have. Well, they would all be girls, so yeah, it's a good it would, point. It would be a joke. Uh, so then we got Kelleher versus Lineker. Uh, That's a good fight. I think Lineker Lineker should definitely be the favorite. Um, really, Lineker, like he, yeah, the banging and the the, the takedown defense. Um, Kelleher, Kelleher is tough though. Kelleher is tough. He he can win that fight, but I just I just think the big punching of Lineker. Yeah, he hits is, too fucking hard. This fight's bad. And, and then Vitor uh, Belfort versus Machida. Uh, that fight ten years ago, Vitor Belfort. Now I have Machida. This was like a coin toss. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Either way, it could go. Uh, who do you like in that fight? I, I, I'm with the wean dog on that one. It's, it's one of those fights where both those guys have passed their prime. It's crazy that Vitor is just pretty much now passing his prime. I remember being on the couch at a buddy's house when Vitor fought Vandalay and thinking, this dude is my age and he's already in the UFC. I can't wait to be there. This is like three or four years before I got there, you know? And um, the dude's still there. Yeah, still there. How do you feel about Usman versus Damian Maya? That's interesting. <sighs> That's an interesting fight because I truly believe Usman could keep he could stop the takedown. Uh huh. Um, and his stand up's been been improving. Um, that's a real barometer to see where he is versus where Covington is because even if he does the same thing that Colby did and wins that fight, it's it's to me it's almost like saying that he's a step ahead in that. Um, Maya has had that experience with Colby, mm. so he, he has he has the knowledge of the adjustments he needs to make so that that doesn't happen again. So if that were to happen again with Usman, um, that says to me that Usman is is slightly better, and I truly believe that his striking is better. I, Colby's striking has gotten better. He's comfortable with his stand up and whatnot, but he, I, I don't think he sets traps. He doesn't he doesn't understand tra- at least the last time I've trained with him and the last fight I saw. Well, what is it like when you're, you're hanging out with him? He's normal, right? Colby? Yeah, he's 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 all right. I mean, I mean, he's not like no chip on his shoulder or whatever. I mean, no. it's yeah, that same here. Like this whole this whole new it's, like it's 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 it's, a, it's an act. It's it's he's playing the heel, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, do you really think Conor McGregor is like that all the time? Yes, <laughs> really. For some reason, yeah, see, but, you believe that. Well, uh, because it's well, believable. Well, some, Do you think Denzel Washington is like that all the time? No, but for some reason, like okay, with the Conor McGregor, like I believe. Like there was a word out that he has a a love ch- a baby mama with someone else and he's dating whatever and I feel like he's sort of like he believes that he he believes that he's this guy he's un like I I I I, I don't see Colby going crashing a bus throwing a fucking thing you know like doing all that Connor actually believes that he's a super in his own some kind of superhero dude. Like, like who, who are the baddest supervillains in comic books? The dudes with a lot of money. The dude, like, money makes, like, there, there's a freedom. Like, that's why every, like, truly, this is what I believe. This is why everybody really wants to be rich, because that's freedom. That's true and real freedom. When you have a lot of money, like, how many billionaires are in prison? I don't know how many. Not, Probably, many. not many at all. Yeah. Not many at all. And the reason why is because they have money. That's that's the reason. It has nothing to do with the rules being the way they. There's no even playing field. Yeah, but I do think that Connor believes his hype. Where I think Colby, it's just he believed it into getting himself a hundred million dollars, and now that he has the hundred million dollars to support the theory, the confidence. Yeah, he ain't going to 
you talking about like you dropped the, the news about you know Conor may face felony charges and this he going fuck but I can't see Colby taking a private plane with 30 thugs over to the US from Ireland because he don't have the money to do that but even if he did have the money I don't think he would do that <laughs> do you think he would do that like to say that somebody wouldn't do something without the money when when they right. they, they give they put on this persona you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the only that I truly believe there there's some crazy shit that Colby that Colby's not doing now simply because he doesn't have the money. Maybe. Like there's some crazy shit that you ain't doing right now because you don't have the money. You no, know? I think I'm gonna be pretty much the same. Like you when, say that. when I finally get the money that I want and that I think I deserve and that I'm would love to earn one day, I don't see my life being that much different I'm still gonna coach wrestling I'm still gonna do comedy I'm still gonna be the same person I'm still gonna be faithful I'm still gonna try to be a good father I I don't see because that's not how you made the money right how did Connor make his money with that persona Mm -hmm. so that persona is is what like that is fueled by the by the by the funds (sighs) yeah I don't know I just feel like Connor not to take away what he's accomplished, but I just feel like in some ways, I know he started out, he was a plumber, and he didn't have the money, and he was broke, but I feel like it happened so fast, so fast, and he's so naturally skilled. Even with John Jones, I feel like in some ways, having so much talent can be your hindrance. I feel like when you actually are not that talented, but you overcome all this shit like me I'm not that naturally a talented comic but I do billions of shows to the point where I kill I appreciate it a lot more I think there are guys like Clay Guida you're not gonna see Clay Guida fucking you know crash a, maybe maybe he's a bad example because <laughs> I've actually seen him do but, but okay but there are certain guys out there that I feel like just how maybe it's a wrestling mentality like Darren Elkins he's not the best fighter but yeah, Darren Elkins. Fight, he just but a guy like Darren Elkins. Out, Darren Elkins is not gonna fuck up what he what he has. Yeah. Conor McGregor might might be broke one day, and yeah. you know what? Maybe he may, he might go to jail, and maybe that's the best thing for him because if he doesn't go to jail, to jail. maybe the next time he'll kill somebody. But see the thing you you bring up Darren Elkins and you bring up these guys who are tempered right now, like they 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 have an even temper. They're not the kind of guy that like they, yeah they're not they're not gonna do that just because they have money. No, because that's not their person. That's not Steve Amiochik, a guy like that. He's the heavyweight champion of the world, yeah. and he still goes to work as a fucking fireman every but day. He doesn't fuel. He doesn't. He isn't. He doesn't feed into this ego, and it isn't. And then, then it isn't reinforced or fueled by the money, by the funds. You know? He doesn't have the money. But but if you gave Steve Amiochik a hundred million dollars tomorrow, do you think he would be any different? Yeah. Now he will he be no his situation would be different. Him his personality his character no. But that's the thing. Like Connor's Connor's money came from fueling this 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 character. You know what I mean? Um, look at John. John was John was um running down running down uh, a mugger before his first title fight. Right. And then he made a shit ton of money, and now it's like um um. Crashing into pregnant people and stealing. Okay, so you, Eve Edwards, right? So you fought, well, you fought for the title, right? Against Not in the UFC. Well, it should have been, but it wasn't. Okay, who do you fight for? Who? With Josh? Yeah, okay. Okay, let's say you win the UFC championship. Yep. Let's say you win the, the belt. You go out, you beat BJ Penn, who was the champion at the time. You knock him out, the head kick. Nobody was the champion. Okay, l- all right, let's just say that you get the belt, okay? And along came another million dollars. A million dollars is a payday. Would you have been differently? How different would you have been? A whole lot of money. Okay, back then maybe it was. Back in the 30s it was. Okay. <laughs> All right, would you have been different? Um, me as a person, no. Because you but came from 
the Bahamas and you came from nothing and you were fucking and, and you know how hard but it is my, and but you're I a family also, guy. But, but my my persona wasn't wasn't that of Conor McGregor's. You know what I mean? We talk when we talk about Conor McGregor and, and John Jones' persona wasn't that of Conor McGregor, but um some of the things that John does and he's like I've heard stories about John before he was he was huge, right? And um even as he was coming into into his into his own, um that 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 tell me that that's not a surprise. Yeah. The things about Connor, I don't know. I don't know too much about Connor other than you know he, he was on welfare. He was you know he was he was a hard worker. He was a plumber. He was this and that. But the persona that that brought all the attention to him, which also brought the money to him, is f- being fueled by that money now. And now that that's how he got to where he is. And so I can do this shit because I'm making all this money. That's I believe I believe that's a big part of it. The money is a part of it for Connor. I feel for for John. His brothers had money. You know he has money in the family. But that's just some some of that is just who he is. He's he's not. I wouldn't say John is a is a is a piece of shit. Like he, he's a guy who who's done coke. And, According to Colby, he was doing steroids all through college. Uh, and then he, they, because they were roommates, yeah. And then he came, and then he was like this total dick, go roid raging all the time. It was a whole different person once steroids came, yeah. That, that's what Colby says. You believe it? I have no reason to. I don't. I'm I'm indifferent about it because I don't. I don't know. Like I, I, Colby tells that story. I'm like, okay, I could believe that. Like I could see that happening. But I'm also like, fucking doesn't matter to me. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, like, yes, it could absolutely 100% be true. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But, like, it doesn't matter to me, so I, don't, I can't. It doesn't matter to you, but I'm just, but, I don't, but to, so I don't, but to I don't me, well, here's, here, here, here's how I feel about it. Even though Jones tested positive for steroids yeah. twice, a part of me still believes that he didn't know he was doing it. For some odd reason, I believe him because I know how good he was off the steroids. And I'm like, why would he all of a sudden need to take steroids? Yeah, when, but if he was taking steroids in college, like if, if that's, that's if that's the case, that's then. where I, I go. That's when I that's when I'm like, wait a minute, if he takes steroids in college because for wrestling purposes and bodybuilding, whatever the fuck he was doing, then I go, uh, maybe he was roided up for a lot of these fights. Maybe he wasn't as good as I thought he was, and that that changes a lot for me. Yeah, see that here here's here's my issue with that. Like roids don't make you good. But that, but Vitor Belfort on TRT and Vitor Belfort off TRT are two completely different fighters. They're completely different in the sense of um, how big and powerful they are, how um, how much they can be in the gym and put in the work. Yeah, that's, exactly. but technically and skill wise, come on, man! Like Vitor Belfort on TRT was doing stuff that I do in like Street Fighter. When I used to play Double Dragon uh, uh, at the arcade, you put a quarter in. And you, I mean, that spinning back kick on Luke Rockhold, like taking Bisbing's head off. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. Like spinning, like he he didn't like he could throw a spinning back kick when he's not on steroids. But, but how the- come he hasn't? In any of his fights, that since since TRT became because also I'm sure the steroids give you some confidence. Oh, all right, okay. I'm sure he could do it, but his body was different. Yeah. His moves were different. Yeah. His strength was different. Because he couldn't be in the gym as much as often and recover as so, well. So now, okay, which is, are we kind of making my point that 
it makes you there. Yeah, it doesn't teach you the moves. If I, if I, tomorrow, if I took steroids, I wouldn't just become a black belt. Exactly. Like, all of a sudden, you know, Henzo's not going to walk into my fucking thing. Or Marcelo, hey, here you go. However, um, if I'm fighting a guy who is also really good, and I'm on juice, and he's not, I probably have the advantage. Steroids is, is similar to weight in the sense that um, if two guys are even, two, we start on June 1st. These guys are the same, physically the same guy. They're twins. And you take one of those twins and you put them on steroids until January 1st the next year, right? And you have those two guys fight. More than likely, the one that was on steroids will win because he was able to put in more work, put in more time, get more, you know, from it. But um, just like if, if they were the same weight and, and you made them weigh in, uh, but one of them was bigger and they knew the same thing, more than likely the bigger guy is going to win. But... Like in the end, it's it's really I truly believe it's about character. Like character. I one thousand percent believe that, and I and I'm with you. And I think in the end it does. But that's if you get to go off to steroids. I mean, Vitor Belfort, if he was allowed to take TRT, I think he would still be the champion. I don't think I've ever seen a, a scarier and stronger individual, except for the Anderson Silva fight. That was the only time where he got kicked in the face. But everybody else, he was just murdering. I never saw a fighter go from like 10 to 0 as quick as Belfort. I mean, Gastelum knocked him out. At this point, he called out we CM Punk. We saw Vita go from 10 to 0 to 10 to 0. Like, he's been around for a long time. Oh, you mean the beginning Vitor you're yeah. talking about? Oh, yeah, but that, that, that TRT Vitor, right? Yeah. That, that streak he went on where he was just, I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. That was, just, that was just the new drugs. Like, like the first Vitor, the first big, strong Vitor that lost to Randy the first time, yeah. that guy was on the old steroids, <laughs> right. you know? The new TRT Vitor, he's on the new steroids, right? Yeah. If there's something new came out that, that, he, that he could find to, to pass test and get by, he'd probably be, like, he would, he would improve a lot. He, he was able to evolve with the game with the help of, of vitamin S. I mean, but we look at like, okay, so before that, so he, he was, when he fought, when he knocked out Anthony, he, he, he knocked out uh, uh, Andy, uh, Akiyama, and then he beat Anthony Johnson. He lost to John Jones, right? Remember that, that mm-hmm. fight, which he said he didn't. When he armbarred John. He said he, he, he didn't want to break his arm or something. That was like something weird. He said he could have won, but he didn't want to break his arm, right? Shows you how good Bisbing was, but now, but how good John Jones was. But now Jones might have been on that. Then he destroys Bisbing. Kills Rockhold and kills Henderson. I mean, those three in a row were just. But then he fought Weidman when he was off the juice. Then he, then he beat Hendo, lost to Jacare, lost to Masasi, lost to Gastelum. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, is Tony Ferguson on steroids? Is Sage Northcutt on steroids? I don't. Have you seen that picture of Sage oh Northcutt? How is he not on steroids? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? It's is that? terrifying. What really? is that? I don't know. That's not. Does not look natural at all. It looks like Conan the Barbarian or something. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's just stupid. You see that picture of him he posted on? I have not seen it. Oh, my, like, here. It's just... Uh, Is it where he's, like, showing his legs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. It looks like he's a professional bodybuilder. Like those people that put all the bronzer on and actually yeah. go pose. That's what, he, that's, what it, that's what he looks like, dude. Yeah. I don't understand how he's my age and looks like that. Yeah, he's... Well, his dad... I don't understand how you're his age and you don't look like that. Okay, look. Like okay, so here, yeah, here's the picture of his leg. I mean, what is that? It looks like guile, I, but like what? Yeah, that can't be natural, right? Or it is, or it's on, it's on the right stuff, or like I, I'm, I'm no Sage Northcutt like proponent or whatever. But um, 
like he he could very well absolutely 100% be on steroids if if he would have pop if he would have pop for steroids I would not be surprised no but he's also young you know? oh, yeah I was young too I look nothing like that bro I was I was young and I, like you look you look at you look at like me and my fight with Aaron Riley I, I was watching that fight a couple of weeks ago with Mickey, and I'm like, holy fuck, I look jacked. Is that what you and Mickey do? You guys hang out at night watching girl fights? Watch old fi- we watch fights. We watch oh, that's old so cute. fights, new fights. We watch his fights. We watch my are, fights. Are you, are you like his new trainer? Um, I train him, train him sometimes. This is like Rocky with like uh, Apollo, or, or the Creed, but like the opposite. Like you're the Creed. Uh, yeah. Cause you're the, anyway, so all right. So Ryan Bader versus uh, King Mo. Uh, it's going down May 12th. I want Mo to win that fight, but Bader's... I don't know. I think, yeah, I want Mo to win that fight. I don't know though. I, I like Bader's okay on his feet. He's a bigger wrestler, um, but Mo can wrestle. Mo's good on his feet, but he he likes. I don't know. Mo had the better college know. wrestling career than Bader. Yeah, I know, but I mean, Rick Story didn't have the same college wrestling career as Johnny Hendricks, right? Um, Wait, so the winner of this gets to fight who? The winner of Chill versus yeah. I, I I said from the get-go, I think King Mo is going to win this tournament. I don't know why. I hope so. I just I, I, I just believe that. Mo can beat Bader, man. Mo could definitely beat Bader. He can shut Bader down in the wrestling department. He can outstrike him. I truly believe that. Um, just Mo's 185 pounds, if you ask me. Like, so he is would, Bader, he would right? Dominate, or he yeah. would dominate at 180. I believe Mo would be fucking ridiculous at 185. Do you think Mo is going to go down as one of the guys who could have been one of like he had like two knee surgeries, right? He had he, two knee surgeries. He had like a really bad infection. He had a like what was that? What was that infection? Staff that infection, right? Yeah, yeah. Staff he almost and died. It caused like a bunch of problems for him. He almost here's the problem though is that if Chael beats Fedor and King Mo beats Bader, those two do not want to fight each other because they're like best friends. In fact, Chael offered to pay for uh, Mo's surgery when Mo was hurt. They so, probably just flipped the tournament. Put them on opposite sides, but they have to fight each other. They have to. If like, they win, nothing has to. Be. Oh, right. Okay, listen, Socrates. I'm just saying that, like, it, they they are both in the finals, right? So, so, so you're Bellator, and I'm Mo, and he's Chael, and we're like, we're not fighting each other. That's not happening. What are you going to do? You're going to switch the brackets. Like, but, that's what's going to happen. But they already won. So, like, are they the finalists? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, they'll probably have to. Then, well, then it's going to be up to them, right? No, but they, they, they will fight each other, but it's just going to be weird. It's not going to be weird. We saw, we saw, um, we saw Marcus Galval and and who's that freaking dude that knocked him out? Oh right, um, right. yeah, I know. A lot of times, really good friends fight, but it just be kind of. It's more fun as a fan to watch guys who either don't like each other or like don't know each other. Yeah, yeah. you say that, but I, I think like it's it's better. It's better to fight to see two guys fight who have a lot of respect for each other and who love each other because on the other side of that, like you, there's two pieces to that. Yeah, you don't want to hurt the guy, um, but you're going to give it your all. You're going to give it your best. Once you're committed to something like that, you're all in, like all the way all in. So also on this card, Paul Daly versus John Fitch. Um, I, I think Fitch is going to take him down and just... Just lay and pray. Put the crowd to sleep. Uh, Paul Daly. Paul Daly is one of those guys that looks so good when he knocks people out, and then just loses to like that next level of opponent of wrestler of rest, but not even just wrestler. He got knocked out by uh, who? Else? Somebody beat him recently. Paul Daly, right? Who did Daly lose to? 
All right. Was it Diego Lima? No, he lost to Rory McDonald. Oh, Rory. He's not a wrestler. Right. Rory right. just killed him. Yeah. Uh, also, Aaron Pico's fighting. Hearing good things about Pico. Pico's, Pico's nice. Have you trained with him? Yeah, a little bit down the body shop in, in, in Orange County. How did that go? Pico's good. Did you wrestle with him? Dude. That's my dog. He's okay. Um, yeah, I wrestled with him, Joey Davis, and those guys. They, they, like, they're good, man. They're real good. Joey Davis, four-time national champion. Yeah. Never lost in college. Yeah. D3 or D2. D2, I think. D2, which is like, ugh. like you, you wonder wonder how good he could have been D1, but whatever. Fuck it. You know? If, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Uh, also, um, and uh, it used to be like if you win the D three or D two, you got to go to the D ones. I don't think that's the, that's guy. how it is no. anymore. It's stupid. They should let him do that. That's crazy though. You're wrestling two two tournaments, <laughs> but still, like, but still, like, I mean, it would show you though how. Yeah, good no, I'm not complaining. It's just like it's like that's like letting the winner of the ni the, the team that wins the nit yeah. tournament play in the NCAA's. Right. But yeah. Right. Exactly. I think that'd be cool. So. Uh, so Maya, yeah, he's the 65th best wrestler in the country. <laughs> so Maya versus uh, Usman, right? That's the main event. Alexo Grasso versus Tatiana Suarez. I like Tatiana. I like Tatiana too. She's good. That's a good fight. Tati and, and Alexa Suarez. Tatiana, she's going to look to take that fight down for sure. Um, we'll see how, how Grasso does, deals with that takedown, with, with her takedown, man. Yeah. I think Tatiana's going to win. I think Tatiana's one of the most underrated girls in yeah. UFC right now. Yeah. And then, uh, no, no, actually, you're right. Uh, Roy, oh no, Roy Nelson's fighting Crow Cop in the Bellator main event, May 25th. Yeah, see, that's the other side. No, of no, the but they Nelson they already, already lost. lost. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, who do we like in that fight? Nelson Crow Cop's like. Did you see Crow Cop and TK? And they're like two big old men. Like I was like, at one point, I was like, you got to stop this. Like this is in Japan in Ryzen. And I was like, you got to stop this. That looks. Yeah. It looks like two. Yeah, but he knocked men, out. But he knocked fighting. out King Mo in Japan. Yeah, but that was like a year before. Oh, okay. Uh, Carvalho against Musasi is fighting. Uh, I got Musasi. Yeah, Musasi. My MVP versus David Rickles. MVP for sure. That's and then Phil even. Davis versus Linton Vassell. Phil, da- they're burying Phil Davis. Like what the fuck? Phil Davis just can't seem to beat Bader, but he does win. But they never give it to him. It's like they. It's weird. I think- so Mo's gonna beat Bader, and then they put Phil Davis and Mo together. That'd be good. Phil Davis beat Mo. Yeah, I know. It was a close one. Mo, Mo won it again. And then finally, UFC Fight Night, 130, Thompson, uh, Stephen Thompson versus Darren Till. Yeah, I like that. I don't know. I think, I think Till's style can be a problem for Steve. I think he can, he can figure some things out with, that, that a lot of other strikers haven't figured out with Stephen Thompson. Uh, I, think, I think that's a good thing. I really like that fight. That's a big test, and um, Till is one of these young guys who's coming up, and, and, and every, every, every fight is a test for him. Every single fight, his last three fights is a test for him, and he passes with flying colors. Killed Cerrone. Yeah. Yeah, no, I liked him. I, I read an article about him. He was like living with his mom recently. He went broke. He got a lot of tr- lot arrested, just had a tough time, and like, seems like a real down-to-earth guy. Yeah. Uh, and also, the return on that card is Makwan Amerikani, who came on the podcast and got a blowjob during the interview. That's awesome. Uh, had two girls with him. Sent this to video. It was crazy. Sent you the video. Uh, he's fighting Hick Diaz, Jason Knight. So that is going to be, that's the <laughs> best fight of all time right there. Jason Knight. I like Jason Knight, too. 
I like Hick Dia. He's great. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's great. And Makwan's a fucking character. Mr. Finland. You ever see him? No. Oh, dude. He's, he's the best. Uh, now, by the, and I'm finally, sure I've seen him. I don't remember, though. And finally, who do you like? Uh, Stipe or Cormier? Man, Cormier's never lost a fight at heavyweight. Um, Stipe's got the same, a similar pedigree, you know, except for the Olympian stuff. But, um, like, the bigger guy. Again, when we get to that situation. I don't know, man. I really don't know because... I would lean more towards Stipe because he's the heavyweight champion. He's the bigger guy. Um, he's, I believe he's more agile. I wouldn't say he's more athletic than DC, but he's more agile. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I would go with Stipe in that one, but I would not be surprised to see DC win that. Some, and with, if DC yeah. wins, like I said next to Stipe, he's like four feet taller than me. <laughs> he's fucking huge. Like I, DC is like a midget. Like I, I, he's like, like yeah. he's three foot four. I mean he's a. He's, I mean I'm bigger than him. <laughs> That's crazy. And dude. the fact that he is even and talks about beating Stipe blows my mind. I mean, and he's forty years old. He's got seven kids. He has a walker. I, but and he's gonna and he's probably gonna win. Like I, I think Stipe is gonna win based on like jab reaching. I I think he's just gonna use his boxing. He's a Golden Gloves boxer. And uh, like, don't say that. Don't say that. Like when people say he's a Golden Gloves boxer, and they give, they say that as a, as a, as a, as a, and as a because anybody could be in the Golden Gloves. Like you know what you need to be a Golden Gloves boxer? Sign up. Sign up. Thirty two dollars in birth certificate. But I think he won. A, a, a I, lot of a lot of good guys were Golden Gloves boxers as well, though. Yeah, but a lot, a, but also a lot of guys were Golden Gloves boxers. There's a lot. There's a lot of Golden Gloves boxers that are digging ditches right now. Yeah, I was in the Silver Gloves actually. No, I didn't make the Golden. Gloves. But but so, all right. So uh, Steve is good boxing, good wrestling, good cardio, bigger, good jujitsu. The only thing that I think with Cormier, aside from wrestling and insane power, is camp. You got to think that AK is a better place to train than Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, he's training with like Kane Velasquez, those fucking Russians over there uh, that just, you know, those guys are like the Dagestanis. The Dagestanis, yeah. like, I mean, Rockhold was over there. I mean, I don't know who he's training with to get ready for DC. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe maybe that's that's the catch that we don't know. Maybe he's training with like some. Maybe he's training with John Jones. <laughs> you just don't. I don't know. Steve, I think he was training with Wyman for a while over at Longo, but I don't know. I I feel like it's easier to get ready for Stipe than it is for Cormier to to find a five foot ten Olympian wrestler that can throw you on your head is not easy. Mm, probably not. Maybe not an Olympian, but you can, you can go around to different Division One schools and find someone. Yeah, is that what he's doing? I don't know. He's fucking. We that's see that's the thing. We don't know. He's he's he. Hey, he's the greatest heavyweight of all time, <laughs> right? No, uh, no, no. no Gastelum is uh, <laughs> now now now. Your girl is fighting uh, Jessica I. Speaking of Cleveland, Jesse Jess, Jesse Jess versus Jessica I. The battle of the Jesses. I think Jesse Jess got this in the bag. Really? Why? Because she's hot, dude. Because she responds to your to your TMs. She doesn't really respond. She just likes my tweets every now and then. Okay, which is enough for me, dude. Yes, of course. Now Jessica is hot, though. I, I hung out with her. We're both she's hot. Got, she's got a good body. Uh-huh. She's got like uh, she'll she'll fucking cut a bitch too. She's tough. Yeah. yeah. She's got that like that, that like uh, angry hot thing going for her. But I'm like Eve's. When I hear that Australian accent, dude, I don't even care what you look like. I'm all I'm all done. Would you bang a dude from Australia? No, I mean, nah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Say the girl is a, a transgender. 
she's Australian. You have to be like the top, top 10 transgenders. Like, you know, when they're so good looking that it's like, I don't care what you say, that's not a dude. All right, they got a dick, but it's still not a dude. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know. No, I, I don't know what you're saying at all. No. I'm fine with that. You do? No, no, neither of us know what you're saying. I'm fine with that. Like, Bailey J is one of those trans transgenders. You know, it's, you know, it's a dude, but damn, she's hot. But you were still? Hell yeah. Come on. I mean, you? I probably wouldn't be like doing no like uh, docking or nothing like, nothing like that where I put my dick inside What's of docking? Her, where I put my dick inside of her foreskin dick. Her dicks, whatever. <laughs> well, wait, hold on. I, like, see, this This is what's wrong with 2018. You just said a sentence and you fucking meant it and you said, put my dick inside of her dick. Like, that's basically what it is. Like, that's like, it's called docking? That's... I think so. Google it. Just type in docking. Wait, how do you know this? I don't know, dude. Have you ever docked with somebody before? No, oh. but I would dock with Bailey J for sure. Uh, you just said you wouldn't. Like you literally said that one minute ago, and that's changed that quick. I'm a fence rider. She, he's, she, <laughs> she, she's gonna fuck you in the ass. <laughs> that's gonna happen. Eve, have you ever docked with anybody? No, fuck no. <laughs> well, all right. Wait a minute. Did you hear our boy Nick Newell is gonna get a shot in the UFC final? I heard yeah. about the contender series. It cost him an arm and a leg to get in there. <laughs> uh, just an arm. No, uh, I, I love Nick Newell. I think he's gonna win. I hope so. He's gonna win. Nick's great. His only loss is to Gaethje, and I, I he has like uh, incre- his 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 uh, guillotine's insane. I, like yeah. it, it's really tight, and he uses that that um, the half of an arm. It's not really that. He only has one arm. He has like he has a. Uh, He's just missing a hand. That's basically yeah, basically, and he uses that to his advantage. Mm-hmm. But say even he said it, he goes, I don't just have one arm. Yeah. Like and he's a, he, he's a good sport too. I said that he's actually raffling off all the all the uh, gloves that he doesn't use <laughs> to, to charity. You ever um? Oh, did I tell you about that movie they're doing about him? They did a movie. We, I did a movie that. Well, they did a movie and I was in it about Nick Newell. It's a it's an auto. What is it? Nah, it's autobiographical. Not autobiographical. I'm sorry. It's a biography about Nick Newell. Um, this guy, his kid, Cody Christensen, Cody Christian, I'm sorry, is playing Nick Newell. Does he have one arm in real life? No, he's, um, he's, they green screened it. Oh, come on. But, um, he was, he was this, this kid from, um, Teen Wolf or something. He's, he's, he's pretty good though. I was talking to him, I was talking to him the first night I went to the, to the set, I worked the show. Then afterwards we were out eating and, um, I was having a conversation with him, asking him about what he knew about Nick Newell and... About thirty minutes into the conversation, I was like, "Am I talking to Nick Newell? Am I talking?" No to way, really. Chris? Yeah, that's, that's a good actor right there. He's really good. Man. I like Nick's a nice guy. He's such a good guy, and he's and he's a good sport. Like I made so many one arm jokes about him, and he's he always asked me to. He's like, "Roast me, roast me," and he retweets all of them. Like he awesome. he's such a good. He doesn't care. He he gets mad when people treat him differently, which is exactly how I think people want to be treated is like everyone else. Uh, so Nick's Nick's a good good sport. I, I what did I say? I said I forgot what it was. I said about him, but yeah, I had so many good one arm jokes about him. But he was cool. He was, he was really great, cool. Uh, so, are they one liners? Yeah, a lot of one liners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what do we got coming up, Eve? Um, damn it, I can't say. Uh, but what else is coming up? I don't have anything coming up other than one thing that I I have to keep it under wraps. Um, what else? Is it like movie related, film related, TV related? It's TV related, but it's not. Um, yeah, it's TV. Are you the next Doctor Who? That'd be dope. That'd be dope as fuck. <laughs> I'd be like Doctor Azar, <laughs> Doctor Yo. So, so uh, what do you got coming up? Uh, go listen to Wing Dog Radio. I just dropped the most recent episode today. 
And follow me on Twitter at the Ween Dog. And twitch.tv slash Ween Dog. I stream a UFC 3 video game a lot and Fortnite. Nice. No, no big deal. I want to check out that Fortnite game. You just it's hard as shit. Yeah? It's ridiculously You hard. just reminded me. I got to tell people to check out the Thug Jitsu Master and Squid show on, on, on Pluto TV. Yeah. I know Adam don't. Adam no, is- no, I, I'm happy for you. <laughs> he looks. He looks so. He looks so I'm happy, happy for you. <laughs> I'm happy for Andrew too. Good. Good job. Good. I'm sure it's a great show. I, I actually I watch it daily. Okay. So um, I I will be all right. Check out the Thug Jitsu and Squid Show on on what's it? Pluto, Pluto TV. TV. Pluto TV. Yes. Okay. So I will be at the Off the Hook Comedy Club this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, and Sunday in Naples, Florida, then in Minneapolis at the House of Comedy in Minnesota. Uh, that's May 9th to the 13th. Uh, then I will be at the um, May at the again. I'm, I'm back in Minnesota, uh, May 22nd and 23rd with Jeremy Piven. We're actually on a little tour, me and Piven. Nice. And then we're in Edmonton, Alberta, me and Piven uh, on May 25th. He's doing stand up. 26th, 27th. Yeah, nice. yeah. And then. Um, uh, then I will be at the M Resort in Vegas, uh, June 16th, Edmonton, back in Edmonton, June 27th to the 31st, and then July 4th weekend, I'm at uh, Las Vegas at the uh, Stratosphere, that's July 1st to the 8th, that's UFC Fight Weekend, come check it out, uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of fighters coming, everything's good, uh, and I have a new album that dropped last week, it's called Still Broke. Adam Hunter is still broke. Uh, it's on iTunes. It's on Amazon. It's on Spotify. You can get it. Uh, Adam Hunter is still broke on Amazon. And also, if you're on Amazon, make sure you go to my website, adamhunter.com, then click on the Amazon banner, and then buy whatever you want on Amazon because I make money on that. Uh, so thank you guys so much. Thank you, Eve, the legend Eve Edwards, for coming over. You have no idea how much it means to me. I'm such a big fan of you as a human being and as a fighter and as a, uh, a coxman, uh, as well as I want to thank uh, Jessica Philippus. Um, this Friday, we're doing a special podcast because I got Cody Garbrandt coming on the show. Um, so I'm going to have Cody, Michael Johnson, and Gerald Harris. I rescheduled both of them for Friday. Uh, so check it out. Let me see. Adam, I got I to gotta Google Coxman because I don't know if you fucking with me. Thank you.